Shout out to our live producer, our active this lovely morning. Gin and juice is so spicy. Energy spicy. And we love it. It's going to be a spicy show. This equals less use. Does, does more what? This is it. said more. This is an equation. Gin and juice said, does more this equals less use? Gin and juice, yeah. If you ever see me in public, please approach me with Listen, the same energy. That's what I'm saying. The next event please, at the Ned. I beg you. Gin and juice is my plus one. If you one. ever see me anywhere out, <laughs> say, hey, you. It's me, Gin and Gist. Yeah. Gin and, and go off, sis. Go off. <laughs> Gin and Gist, the next event at the Ned, you are my plus one. I'm not even joking. I will make cuts where I need to make cuts. <laughs> Babes, you are my plus one because I love Gin and Gist's energy. <laughs> but yes, it is Thursday, the 1st of September. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And you're hosted by really, really cool people, very funny people, very lit people. I am one of your hosts, your favorite shade queen, first in attendance, good vibes queen. My puff is looking healthy today, mm-hmm. my own royalty. It's the Drama King. That's my new name now. <laughs> DJ Drama, the Drama King, the second best in attendance. Yeah. Sometimes I'm late, but at least I'm here. Where's Margs? Where's Clay? We don't know. We don't know where they are. Well, Margs is on holiday. We don't know. But where's Clay? Do you make your coffee yourself where in the morning? Where is Clay? Do you make your coffee yourself in the morning? Do I make my coffee myself? Yeah. Of course I do. Because I feel like sometimes, maybe someone's been speaking a little bit of... You're spiking it. Cracking no, it. I just have moved in it. It's crazy. It wears off there. You start bringing one into the show as well. Mm. So you can have it half Yeah, it wears, it wears off. off. What's the time now? <laughs> But nothing. I mean, but yeah, man. <laughs> Drama King, isn't it? Brent, we had the whole big talk about talking to the camera. We had the whole big talk off air about causing trouble, innit? So Yeah, we were yeah. just annoying Brent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I'm just in a troublesome mood, innit? Yeah, and they cool. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, don't show me. <laughs> Even said, okay, <laughs> you're done. Go on. Go on, this week. <laughs> no, so if we do that, yeah, Brett thanks you. Because apparently the people in the comments are saying, when you brought up this week, yeah. <laughs> come Brett Sinti. <laughs> no, but you are this is replacement. That's what Brett told me anyway. Brett, oh, Brett yes, just told you that. Yes, you're like, lying. So you can Nobody on. can replace this week. No, Brent, when Brent called me about coming on the show, he said that E-Man is replacing this one. I me. said that Emmanuel will be reading the news. And doing what this was meant to do. No, yes. this can't be replaced. You're lying. This is irreplaceable. Stop lying, man. Can't be replaced. Pick up this though. Giving us daily updates every day. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and they call me E-Man. Pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jumpat. Period. Always, always. How's everyone doing? Okay, I guess not. <laughs> Basically, I have, I have a bone to pick with um, the list of some of the people that watch us every day. Mm. Our subscribers, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing three. I'm not seeing 3K and I have an issue with that. So, if you guys would like to um, please share these videos, share our channel. Like the videos, first of all. Share it and subscribe. Because I feel like I also have an ink in my spirit. My spirit is telling me that some of you watch this every single day, but you're not subscribed. Mm. But you come back. Are you an op? Subscribe to the channel, okay? Let's get to 3K. And also join our community. Community.thenewblack 
Facebook.com. So obviously, with the live, we're a little late this morning, but they got an update. Why yeah. did they get an update? That's right, because it was connected. Okay. They, they were in the community. So mm-hmm. join that. Join the TDA backstage access. And then also, if you guys have got bones to pick with us, we'll do a TDA instant reaction. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about things. That's right. So let's get to doing that. Quick question. <clears throat> what do you guys think about having a Christmas party? People in the comments or us? In this room for the people. You know how I feel. Um... I'm always Started looking at my outfits. I'm mm. sorry, this is different going ahead. I've started looking at my outfits. I've tried my hairstyle. I'm not sure I want to be around your people. <laughs> Serious? He's made too many ups, man. Yeah, I've got too many ups. Gin and gist. Uh, who else is doing that? Right Guess what, guys? Now I'm going to plus two. <laughs> gin and gist. <laughs> Someone else auditioned for the place. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I'm done. Don't right. mind. Yeah, Listen, I've planned my, my hairstyle already. Yeah, it would be sick, man. I'm here for it. I think it needs. Well, let me tell you what I, need to, what I want it to be, right? I think we need to do one yearly. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be the party that people look forward to. Okay. Right? And, of course, our community will be there because priority, right? Yeah, priority. But I want I want that to be a thing. Because, you know, sometimes in, in, this, in the creative space, mm. events happen mm. and the people who support yeah. the people to get there yeah. don't have access to these events. Mm. Facts. I think that's wrong personally. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not what the new black stands for. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So I think we should have, definitely have a Christmas party mm. and some of our listeners get to ha- get to come as well. Yeah. Okay. Sick, man. But def- I know it's definitely, I know the people signed up to the TDA backstage access will be the first to know about it. 100%. So if you're not signed up, boy, yeah, don't know about that. All right. Cool, cool. What do you think about Christmas party, Brent? I actually, I actually want one. I'm only asking because it's been spoken about um, behind closed doors. Good. Uh, venues. Well, the first one in mind is obviously the Ned in it. Yeah. Um, and that way it could be extravagant. It could mm-hmm. be just like you said, a yearly thing. Yeah. Um, and yes, it would be first come first serve to the TDA backstage access. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and then I guess if it doesn't get filmed out because there's nobody there. <laughs> in the That's impossible. Why would you put that in the air? That's then we'll extend it to the the, the wider TMB community. And that's why it's important mm-hmm. that you need to be chilling in the backstage access. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think it's going to be sick. Yeah, I agree, man. Definitely. But I don't know if it is a time you might as well get in trouble. Who? Emmanuel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Man likes a party. He likes a party. He likes to get dressed up and he looks very, very sharp when he gets dressed up. Listen, Emmanuel comes with the content, okay? Man's going to have a TikTok. Mm. <laughs> do you have a TikTok account yet? I do, you know. You should, do you post on there? <laughs> I haven't posted nothing yet, you know. Shit, but it's, it's, it's editing, isn't it? It's difficult, man. I live in the moment as well. It's difficult, man. But yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a bit long. I know, it's very easy. I was thinking of posting but certain you would things. say that, Brent. I just, I just post the content I post on the other ones. Your media, um, mm. your media head. Oh, thank you. You do this, like, this is you. Mm-hmm. It's you. not me. Thank you. Kills but me. it will be. Amen. 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 Yeah, Amen. Yeah. So, Manuel. Yeah. Are you able to handle all of the, the babies that will be there at Christmas party? <clears throat> This guy is talking about the, the he's bringing the meeting from earlier <laughs> into the reality now. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about the... Uh, and of the babes. He's married. The polygyny, the polygyny. angle, isn't it? Oh, okay, polygyny okay. angle. Of course. Yeah, because yeah, you know what's talking about the, pol- the polygyny No, but you know what's mad though? So, okay. If there's no event yet, if we don't have an event before the Christmas party, mm. I hope you understand that you won't be partying. Mm. Because there'll be people that come. So whilst mm. we're doing a doing shots, mm. doing everything we're doing, you're going to ask for your crimes. Mm. 
Allegedly. Who, Emmanuel? It's not legend. Yeah. Because people are going to have questions for him. They're finally oh. going to meet the person who's pro-polygyny and all them things that even the comments. You're going to have to give, you're going to have to do a disclaimer beforehand and say, listen, guys, this is not the place. Because mm. you, you, you're going to be bombarded with questions. The, the, I don't think people care about that. Too, they do. People don't want us to talk about polygyny anymore. My friends, yeah. I'm like, does he really believe that? Oh, serious? Yes. And this is when I go out to brunch and clink, clink and talk about boys. Mm. And they're like, first of all, does he really believe believe that? The question I get the most is about the crazy things you say and Mark says. <laughs> and I didn't really believe that. I'm like, yes. But yes, they do. We 100% do, people. You guys will have, you, you're going to have questions to um, answer. So you might have to go earlier to party, get your party now, your system. Because mm-hmm. I don't know that you're going to have much partying to do, man. Where? It's going to be like a conference. When there's a war, there's a way. <laughs> it's going to be a conference. <laughs> but I'm looking, I, I hope we do um, have that. I'll be really, really sick. Um, mm-hmm. I want to put a poll, um, first poll for the morning, Yusuf. And mm. I swear I asked you a question in. I said that it's more you than Emmanuel. You said, no, it's, it's more Manuel than you. What was the question again? It's more me than Emmanuel. Oh. Um, something along the lines of who doesn't listen to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Selective All right, listening. so people. So people oh, yes. People. This is the question I'm going to put in the... Yeah, but obviously they're going to say him. People, <laughs> Why? Don't set them <laughs> no, up. No, it is. People oh, naturally have go, against, you know. go against me. It happens all the time. I don't know why. I'm lit in it. It's fine. So I know when you ask a question in this community, they're going to say he, man. 100%. I think there are more people on your side than Emmanuel's side, to be honest. There you go. Uh, no, put it up then. Yeah, Someone said, yeah, um, Dominic Grant said, polygamy party, every man has to bring four women. Yeah, I thought the biggest two, Mercedes, but it's tomorrow. Apparently. It's tomorrow. Yeah, I guess Sorry. it's tomorrow. Um, that was a error. God willing, God willing. Yeah, yeah. God willing, amen. Yeah. All right, question, people. <clears throat> um, you, You've been rocking with us for certain month. episodes based on those episodes right who listens less Emmanuel or Yusuf when is it they're arguing their points who decides to take what they want to hear and then just whoop, throws away the rest when it is they're going back and forth is it Emmanuel or is it this Yusuf is a highly skewed question by the way oh, Why? can we word it it's good we word Why? it because if anyone says anything that is just, you know, bullshit or whatever, you don't have to address the bullshit. Right? <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to address bullshit. No, it's about listening, though, isn't it? This doesn't make sense. So your your measure, if someone's li- if someone listening, mm-hmm. if they address every single point you said. Not at all. But if if what they're saying is part of the point. You can't act like it's not there, innit? No, but that's not what people do, though. <laughs> so, right. so that means that you're saying that everything I say to him, yeah, he addresses every single point. No, right? but... Right? No, that's not, that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, how do you know, like, what's your measure of the person not, not listening? This was a three-way question. Oh, answer, answer the question. Answer the question. What is your measure? Yeah, how do you determine... How do you deem, deem if someone is not listening? I just want to see the the the, the wave of the people. What what you, they you might feel? Be winning. That's the sentiment. No, no, what I'm, they feel, know, and that's I'm what's crazy. The conversation. 
based yeah. on conversations. There's no empirical evidence because exactly. they can't prove so it. So that's right? why I said this is a skewed question. He, right now, Imaya seems very confident, right? And I don't know why he's confident. Because <laughs> no, I feel... I'm confident. <laughs> the, the thing is, no, is Imaya is confident, yeah, but he's losing in the poll. Exactly. But Yusuf is like, you know, like, this is skewed, this is against me, but you're winning. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't care about winning. I don't care about winning. I care about the question being, <laughs> being uh, asked and how you, de- how you can determine if someone's a good listener. Answer the question. Wait, but, but actually do the poem and the I word it right, isn't it? Word no, it but right. I think the word it makes sense to me, though. Yes. No, no, because, because it's not... Um, because, like, he's saying, ah, oh, who listens less, right? Yeah. Or no. Yeah. How do you know? Just because I haven't... Okay, let's just say Emmanuel makes six points in his uh, yeah. uh, spiel. Right? Yeah. I listen to every six points, but I decide to reply to three. It doesn't mean I haven't listened to all six. It means I've chosen what to reply to. <laughs> Simple. Okay. Exactly. So you feel confident now? Can I put the pull up? Who feels confident? You. I don't care about this poll. Oh, then never mind it. Never mind. All right, let's push on. It's the drama king. Let's push on. But the, the people are saying that Emmanuel to... speaks sense and Yusuf has no comprehension. Who? That's what the people are saying. He said who? He wants receipts. But it just makes stuff up, you know. Um, someone said they both listen to each other. However, Yusuf sometimes hears something else. But what I like about Yusuf is he does see clarity most times. Mm. I think Eman does. Eman, for example, yesterday, we were talking about the um the black utopia, right? Yeah. And I clearly was talking about um being self-employed. And black people working for other black people. Yeah. And he completely just went off on a tangent about buying from black businesses. Mm-hmm. But if you're self-employed, right? yeah, but again, you're doing it. Again. No, it's, it's all linked. It's all linked. I, I, no. I, I don't think you understand the link between. No, I understand the link. Businesses self-employed and employed. What, you know what? You know what, what I felt like honestly, mm. I felt like you were losing, and then you decided oh, to just jump onto something else to help your argument. That's that's what it seemed like to me, from my perspective, from my visuals. I, I've never lost a debate. Haven't you? Never ever. You ain't that, that great at the beginning. <laughs> I'll give you the very easy version. You know what I'm saying? Give me the tough version. You know, no, no, hey, no, I, don't, I don't think you want to. <clears throat> Emmanuel has a lot of patience for you, Yusuf. Yeah. No, no, just that's a, that's a statement. <laughs> oh, that's, wait. that's a statement. <laughs> that's it. That's wait, wait. Do you think I can't go to the top of Emmanuel? I, I believe that you can't. Let's, let's go. I believe that you can. I mean, let's go. Go on, what? I believe a that. Topic. I believe that you would get angrier <laughs> quicker than Emmanuel yeah, but, would get frustrated. Yeah, but why does that matter? And Emmanuel get frustrated because. Yeah, but why does that matter? The comprehension is not. But comprehended. why does that matter? <laughs> why does that matter? <laughs> it's necessary in the debate, isn't it? No, it's not. It's to you, it's to you. It's... It has to be necessary. Why? You have to be calm. Why, why, why does it have to be? Because how are you going to articulate your point? You 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 pride yourself on being. Like, who cares, nigga? Who cares? Who cares, bro? You know what I mean? I hate when people think that their point of view is correct. Not because you're so used, and I'm and I'm a bit more passionate. What does that mean? To you, in your head, you know what? I'm winning. Like I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, bro. Let's go. You know what I mean? Who cares, bro? <laughs> All right, cool people. Let's let's get let's get on with the show. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. I think Yus is smarter said... than he can articulate. So it appears that Eman would have won, but it's Yus that listens a lot better. Oh, nice one. Also, I think Emmanuel's fake deep too. 
Mm. I think it's you, all coming out now. Mm. It's all coming out now. That's, that's a hot take. The, 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 wow. That's a hot take. The drama kick. <laughs> <laughs> I think Eman's fake deep. And one thing about Eman that I realized that. There we go. Well, it's all coming out. <laughs> yeah, What's going yeah. on? The drama king. The drama king. I think, you know what it is? When people say to me, ah, oh, you know, you're, you fence it a lot and you play devil's advocate. You know when people say they'd rather you be either side of the coin? Okay, yeah, then. Regardless if it's good or bad. Yeah. Like, for example, Marks, he stands in his Whatever, yeah, crowd yeah. bullshit, regardless of what people think of it. Yeah. And some people may respect even though they may think feel his view is wayward, mm-hmm. they may respect him more than someone who is in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And I think the person in the middle, they feel like they're, you know, in a good position. Yeah. Because they haven't picked either side. Yeah. And when I was arguing with Manuel yesterday, not arguing, debating, I felt like you were trying to take, and on other days too, you try to take the middle ground, and I'm like, I can't, I can't, I don't care. Like, I need you yeah. to pick a side, good or bad. And I feel like people see that in me sometimes, where they're like, I try to be open-minded, try to see things from different perspectives, right? And I don't necessarily... On, cer- on certain things, I definitely stand on one side. On certain things, I am in the middle, where I can see it from both sides, and I'm not necessarily feel... I'm indifferent, right? And I feel like... When you feel like you're indifferent, sometimes you feel like you're kind of like, you know, safe, untouchable. And people, yeah, but I'm just going to shut up, man. <laughs> so when email tries to be different, I'm looking at him thinking, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you are. You know what I'm trying to say? I, so you're I, saying that I, I he, personally, yeah. you're saying that he's Emmanuel's characterization is the person who sits on the fence. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I think this shows that you, that you don't listen, man. <laughs> no, because how? I feel so, I feel the so. people. The, I don't think it's certain, anyone who. Look at look at look at. I'm not vexed. I'm not vexed. But I don't think it's anyone who listens to TDA. Yeah. Listen, you listen to me and think. Yeah. They don't certain, know my certain, position. Certain, yeah, on certain things, they know your position on religion because you drum it into their minds. <laughs> they know your politi- they know your um stance on, on black related topics. Black related topics, but everything else, you are kind of on the fence, in my opinion. Uh-huh. In my opinion. I know politically you stand where you stand, even though you don't practice it. With um issues within the black community, we know you're very pro-black, but I think everything else, and I also think you do it deliberately for the point of the show as well, which doesn't help. I feel like you play devil advocate deliberately to incite conversation because you feel like that's your role, right? To broaden the conversation. Which mm-hmm. that's what I do a lot when I'm on my pod. I'll play devil advocate on purpose to spark conversation, mm. to spark other ideas, perspectives. So I would actually put myself into, into in detriment just for the sake of the show. Because in my mind, I'm always producing. Mm. Always. You know I mean? I'm going to throw up a poll. All right, cool. We can, we can start <clears throat> um, the headlines and I'll put a poll up whilst it is that we're... Right, I like so how the show started, to be honest. Uh, yeah, this smoke. is... We had a whole talk about drama, man. I know you love... Yeah. So before you before you hit the dial hit the music, um, just quickly, guys, like the video, subscribe to the channel, get us to three k, because y'all are wilding at this point. Get us to three k and join the community community And when you join the community, also sign up for the TDA parts of the community. So that's where you get to watch the lives every day, and you will know about this Christmas party we're planning and all the great stuff. Also, someone mentioned the um, talking about they're waiting for the non-existent sports day. It's coming. <laughs> Summer is over. Who's trying to run and race in the, in the colds? No, this is sports day is not happening. Is when? Sports day, sports Next happening spring, summer. spring, summer. It's September. It can't happen. It wasn't. Did you guys think it can't? It couldn't have happened this year. 
Oh, oh, I thought it was happening this year. No, because at that point it was too late. I'm gonna to be older, man. What do you think this is? You, need to, get, right you, you need to get me in my prime. <laughs> every day is my prime. Your prime is the next six no, years. No, every day see. that goes on is yeah. your prime. No, every new day. Yeah, my prime. So every day that passes, I'm <laughs> coming out of it. <laughs> no, you're not. Not on my watch. <laughs> so yeah, so this what they will be happening, right, Brent? Well, damn. And just to, just to, I've seen Brent put up, put up his poll, right? And someone said, oh, you said the same. Yes, I've just admitted it, that a lot of the times I play devil's advocate to incite conversation. So yes, I do. What I said was, I see myself in Emmanuel sometimes and I get why people are annoyed by it because I see it in him. Does that make sense? Mm. I think you're both the um, top competitors for the, um... remember a while ago, a long time ago, we had the main character Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think both of you are um, Me? Neck, neck on that Yes I don't think I'm the main character Or try to be the main character At all Nah he doesn't have Main character syndrome Me Wait so okay. At all Now that Koi and Margs Are out of the room He were the, tr- <laughs> the, 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 the true <laughs> The like. true main character Syndrome people Who is it now That is only us three That's the question for Brent Because he's the person now. You're asking me who is who has the main character syndrome? Now that Koi and Marks aren't here, because they were obviously. The no, I at the time out. I actually said who has the main character syndrome. Who? I went on the room. He said Marks. He said Marks. I said Marks. I said um Koi. Yeah. I said, yeah, that was it. So who's it now? It's just the people still exist. They haven't gone anymore. No, who is it? They were saying like oh, you, oh, just okay. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you have main character. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're also funny. I think you 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 try <laughs> you try to be nah, I don't want to do this on air. No, no, okay. I want you to say what you're gonna say. No, but you're also funny about me, right? Yeah. You know, most of the time in life, I I I think what's that what's that what's that phrase? I play myself down. Yes. To make other people, yes. uh, make other yes. people comfortable, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So no, I deliberately... I think you're tired of sitting on the fence. I deliberately... I think you're tired of sitting on the fence. No, it's not about fence. No, I think you're tired... You're bum-bum's tired. <laughs> That's one thing. bum-bum's <laughs> tired. <laughs> you know, I, I deliberately, deliberately, yeah. intentionally talk less. And I deliberately don't impose myself to make other people feel comfortable. And I don't want to take over. Yeah, I, I do believe yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Tired. I do. Tired of it. No, it's not about fencing. But why? Why F- did they deliberately talk less? Fencing in regards to. I think you care too much about what people are hearing. No, listen. When it is exciting for you, to listen, 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 listen. Fencing in regards to discussing topics. Yeah. Is a whole different conversation to what I'm talking about now. I'm just saying when I sit down here, or when I enter a room, it's sometimes it's innate for me. I think you have imposter syndrome to let other people. I agree. I you have imposter syndrome, but I do it on purpose. No. I think you have imposter syndrome. Explain what that means. Let me get the definition for you. So yeah, I, don't, no. I don't look to... I think we're talking about... I think we're talking about... No, no, I think you have, you have... You definitely have imposter syndrome. All right, get, get me the definition. Yeah, yeah. And let me, let me know if this sounds like you. All right, go But on. be honest. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. No, I, I have to ask be you twice because I don't know if it is your mind. No, but I need the definition before I can... All right, cool. But I'll be honest. All right, cool. This is the definition of imposter syndrome. All right. Imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Mm. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. Um, Read the intellectual part again. All right, so... The The line that has that word in it. All right, imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt 
and a sense of intellectual fraudulence. All right. Stop there. That line, 1,000%. Hell no. I'm actually the opposite. I feel like I'm smarter than a lot of people. Everything else you meant, everything else you read, yes, to a degree. But the intellectual part, no. I feel like I'm very smart and I feel like I'm smarter than a lot of people. And why don't you articulate that when it is that you're having debates? Because I don't care. Honestly, I don't, I don't. When you say you don't care. I don't care to show that I'm smarter than people, especially if the conversation is opinion-based. I don't understand. Don't you want to participate in the discussion? Um, I'm here, so yeah. But you know, it's most times I don't, I don't really seek out um, conversations with people. I'm on a podcast, right? So that's my job to be here. But out of outside of podcasting, I don't really have back and forth debates with people, or like apart from my girlfriend and, and a few friends. I don't, I don't really. That's that's not really what I, I do. At the times when you're frustrated when <clears throat> you're in a room, especially here, because sometimes I I see you kind of flare up, mm. especially when it is you're trying to. I guess, prove that Emmanuel doesn't mean what he says, mm. right? Why is that important? Because Why do you try to make people think that he doesn't believe what he says? Because in, in the vacuum, in the moment, I get caught in the moment. But when I leave here, I'm disappointed that I actually got to that point because I don't want to... Sometimes I get disappointed with myself that I get, I get um, drawn into conversations that I don't really care about and it appears externally that I do because you lot... I feel like you lot, when you see me in your minds get vexed, you ascertain that to, oh, he's, he cares, he's frustrated, but I actually don't. And I think what the the listener said makes sense. I feel like with my emotion and my delivery, I don't do myself any justice because I give off the wrong message. <laughs> the message, the message, the message is, the message is that I'm angry, I'm invested, I'm vexed, but it's not. See, you get vexed over things you don't care about. That's a problem. I know. That's a problem. What, I know. What? Yeah, it's a problem. No, dead ass D. D said this has turned into a therapy session. Dead ass. Yeah. I'm sitting here like. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's push on. Let's push on. Let's start the headlines because this sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, but okay, cool. Wait, no, before we move on, yeah, why would I care that Emmanuel uh, cares about polygynous? Why, no, think, wait. Why, why would I care? I don't care. I think, the but po- in the moment, yeah. We're having a conversation about it. So I engage in the moment. When I leave here, I'm not thinking about Emmanuel and polygyny. I could care less what he does with his life. No offense. But in the moment, I get caught in the moment. And I'm, I'm now I'm in the moment. So now we're in this moment and I'm going to go back and forth with you. But after, once this moment is over, I don't care. Isn't that most people though? I don't, well, yeah. Mo- no, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Specify what you mean by most people. Because most people will leave a particular conversation mm-hmm. and not think about it afterwards. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Not that they don't care about what they engage in. Yeah, yeah. Of All right. Cool, 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 cool. Because yeah. cool. I, I believe that it's a lie. I, I believe that you saying you don't care about the things that you engage in and the things that elicit not, not, emotional not, responses. Not, not, all, not all things. I don't think not, that's not, truth. Not all things, of course. Remember, when we talk, we make it seem like it's everything, isn't it? It's not everything. Obviously, it's... it's Particular conversations. That's why I mentioned that polygyny one in particular because I I believe that you're referencing that when you start. You got vexed. no. I'm I'm referencing yesterday when you guys. He was basically insane that black people need to do better. Yeah, but yeah, we, but I didn't I didn't get black people yesterday. need to do better if it is that we say that we want progress, right? And yeah. you were basically I arguing about, against it. I what's that again? You were arguing against it. No, I was arguing against it. I was arguing more to the reality of it happening. If you were listening properly, 
You would have heard <laughs> numerous times when I said, Eman, I agree with what you're saying, but I don't feel like what you're saying is realistic. If you listen mm. to it back, that's what I was saying. That was the notion of my whole argument was that, Emmanuel, I agree with you. What Actually, you're saying. Yeah, but it wasn't and, and, and I kept that. saying, what you're saying is noble. It makes sense, but I don't feel like we can do it. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, we can do it. But yeah. you wasn't listening, clearly. No, no, I, I was. I think there were many points discussed and I think there were points that were misunderstood. That's why at one point in time, Emmanuel had to say, but yeah, we started there and then we went somewhere else. There was a point, I'll probably clip it and put it up on, on Instagram. So yesterday, I didn't understand why you've given him so much backlash for what he was because saying. Because he wasn't listening. Because I was saying that I don't feel like what you're saying is realistic. And mm. that's why I brought in the whole argument of, oh, do you think this can happen in Africa as opposed to the UK? Mm. I, again, he made many different points yesterday. Okay. It and was I, many different and points. I feel like, not, and I feel like I addressed a lot and, of the points. Okay, cool. That's, never mind, never mind. But anyway, yeah. my whole thing is... Mm. Um, if you get involved in a discussion, yeah. a back and forth, yeah. and you get to the point where it is that you become angry or irate, yeah. to suggest that you don't care about that and believe it, yeah. for me, that's interesting. So do you believe that I care about Emmanuel's views on polygyny? Like, do you think I really care about it? I believe that you care for what you think he's doing no, or not doing. I cared. You know what my main argument was that, that, that day was? That we keep speaking about it here. And that that was that was the remember when I entered the conversation, it was like, why do we keep talking about this? Then we went on a back and forth. Maybe my uh, my point got lost in the overall debate, but at its inception, my whole point was why are we talking about polygyny again? All right, so let's put a pin in this, a pin. and let's let's yeah let's, oh, let's pack the conversation. Yeah, and let's see this week, next week, mm. when again we can come and revisit this particular thing where you get irate. Yeah. But something you don't care about. Yeah, but you have to you have to ask me if I care about it. No, 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 no. I, yes, I would yes, need to ask yesterday's you. conversation. <laughs> I care about that. <laughs> Let's move on to the headlights. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you for real this time? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm serious. Someone said, um, D said, bring this you back. We need the banter back. This is that you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit funny that you don't have a full name. But yeah, right, let's get into our headlines. Oh, Love you too, Ruby. She did. She did. She said, Brent said, let's move on and carries on the conversation. She said, you're talking too much. All right. So the first headline is about the Queen and the new PM. So Buckingham Palace has said the Queen will not appoint the next Prime Minister in London, but will instead stay in Balmoral to do it. The new PM and Boris Johnson will go to Scotland in a break from tradition for the event on the 6th of September. During the 70-year reign, the Queen, who's aged 96, has had an audience with her new Prime Minister at Buckingham Palace. It's understood that the decision was taken to provide certainty for the new Prime Minister's diary. The Queen's audience with the new Prime Minister is one of her key roles as Head of State. It doesn't make any constitutional difference whether the meeting is in Balmoral or Buckingham Palace, but the change of location is likely to raise questions about the Queen's health. The Queen has suffered from mobility issues and has understood the change was made to prevent the need for any last-minute rearrangements. This trust of Rishi Sunak will be announced as the leader of the Conservative Party on the 5th of September. Boris Johnson is expected to announce his resignation to the Queen the following day with his successor appointed by the monarch shortly after. I just want to add a bit more context here. People who care about history and rituals and stuff, yeah? So what happens usually, the outgoing Prime Minister makes a statement outside the Downer Street before taking the final trip as leader 
to meet the Queen at Buckingham Palace, the monarch then formally dismisses them from their role. Shortly after, the incoming Prime Minister is called up. When a potential Prime Minister is called to see the Queen, she will ask them whether they will form a government. After the new Prime Minister has been appointed, the court circular will record that the Prime Minister kissed hands on appointment. This is usually a handshake. It's COVID streets. <laughs> it's usually a handshake here, but the actual kissing of hands will take place later at the Privy Council. It's then um, that the new leaders um, return to deliver a speech outside number 10. So that's basically what happens every single time in it. And that's why people are kind of talking about the fact that um, it's not going to happen in London, Buckingham Palace anymore. Well, not anymore, but on this occasion. So yeah, that's the first headline. Has anyone seen the Queen recently? I hope you're not going to say she's dead. <laughs> like these other people. I didn't say that. Okay. I okay. Has anyone seen the Queen recently? I don't ever see the Queen on TV. Have you seen on TV recently? Where would I see it on TV? I don't watch the news. How can you say <laughs> I don't see it unless it's on TV? Of course, I don't think you bumped it on the high street. Of course. No, but saying have you seen the Queen recently? I think it's a But like clips. We only, like, see, we only see the Queen when they put her in front of us. Yeah, but I don't bump into the Queen either. So I feel like my no, question, but is, the question understood. is have you seen the Queen recently? Means have you seen it on TV? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, on TV and clips, anything. Why, why would she be on TV right now? Why wouldn't she? Why would she be on TV right now? Why wouldn't she be on why, TV right now? When is the Queen on TV? When she's doing Queen stuff. When does that happen? Sparingly, right? But she's no, but I've been seeing her about sometimes. The Queen is not on TV consistently throughout the year. She's on TV, Golden Jubilee, different specific occasions that happen, very specific points of the year. So no, I haven't seen her on TV. Okay. And even of anyone, because she's not on TV. No, but she, when, was when on, Queen... she was on TV, like, what was it? Um... Yeah, because she was, what was it? She was in that church. Um, yeah, there's for... things that happen every now and again. She's got certain duties just to perform and stuff. And, you know, on her way there, they talk about her, you know, when she's doing this and, you know what I'm saying? Different things just to address. Yeah. But yeah. Wait, do y'all don't have Sky? Have you ever gone to <clears throat> um, channel um, 817? Uh, what, what time is that, mate? It, it's, uh, I think it's, it's called like Buckingham, Buckingham Uncovered. Why would anyone go oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they show the whole reality TV type vibe and they sometimes show the Queen on it. Oh, is See, it? this is what black people don't watch. Because I remember on Twitter, people say, oh, the Queen's dead. I know she's dead. And they're just waiting for this. <sighs> like, there's too many things that we try to be woke about and really just sleep. No, I'm lying. Where is that? I'm lying. There we go. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you believe it. He said, You're reality, an egg. He, he said reality TV. <laughs> you no, but do you know no, I don't think it's crazy. It's not crazy I don't at think all. it's perfect for that to actually be a thing. And because they've shown actual things on TV where they've shown... You think no. there's, a, there's a channel dedicated to filming the Queen's life in a reality TV film? No, no, no. That's no, no, like no. showing Buckingham Palace and yeah, stuff. Yeah, showing so Buckingham when, Palace. When she comes that, out, she that's comes basically out. what I took from it. What do you mean showing Buckingham Palace? As in, yeah, show, yeah. No, no, no. And inside as well, showing people doing certain things in the in the palace. Okay, not the inside. The I've seen They've done it before. But that, oh, really? Yeah. That's, what, that's why I believe what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. So um, I guess you guys know who the liar in the group is. <laughs> <It's quite>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the next headline I'm is about um He said you wanted drama, innit? Don't ask don't ask for something and then when you, you said we get it. Okay. You don't you we had our whole hour conversation. He said he wants drama. So, do you know what's mad? Didn't he say do that? Do you know what's mad? You know we can take it to drama. No, but do you know what's mad though? This is giving case in point. Thank you. Because when we talk about the whole listening thing, so what you picked up from that whole other conversation <laughs> he was what he drama. Okay. 
You tell me what I missed. You, I ain't saying nothing. F- firstly, exactly. guys, we visit the poll. Exactly. You, t- you, tell <laughs> you tell me what I missed. I ain't saying that because I was off air. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? Right, don't worry about it. What's that? What did I miss? It's fair. What did I miss, E-man? I don't know, man. Thank you, talk, man. I wasn't listening, man. Really? 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 So far, the people are saying that Yusuf is more, more of an offensive that. That's fine. Oh, of course. And, and, and that's, that's what I said. Well, what, what's the actual result? I, I uh, so far, 45 yeah. votes, uh, 47% Yusuf is offensive. 31% you, both of you, it's 22%. I, t- I told you, though, okay. me. You shouldn't even have put both. It would have been more. <laughs> to one side. <laughs> anyway, parity, parity. so the next headline is about train strikes. Unfortunately, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. So Aslef Union says train strikes, train drivers, pardon me, at twelve rail companies will strike again as part of an ongoing dispute over pay. It will be the biggest strike that the drivers have taken part in so far. Staff will walk out on the fifteenth of September after talks broke down over pay, with the union seeking wages to keep pace with the rising cost of living. Union General Secretary Mike, Mick Whelan said, workers didn't want to go on strike, but said the train companies had forced their hand. As we all know, the strike is the latest of several in the rail industry in recent months. Drivers have previously walked out on the 30th of July and the 13th of August, causing disruption and cancellations to train services across the country. The Rail Delivery Group, which represents train operators, has previously said it wants to give its workers a pay rise, but added to fund its union to fund its unions must recognize that as an industry that has lost 20% of its revenue, we can either adapt or decline. Mr. Whelan said, when taking into account rising prices, the companies want train drivers to take a real terms pay cut to work just as hard as they did last year, but for 10% less. He said, we want the companies which are making big profits and paying their chief executives enormous salaries and bonuses to make a proper pay offer to help our members keep up with the increase in the cost of living. If it goes ahead, this will be the biggest and most disruptive disruptive yet of the recent wave of walkouts by train drivers. It involves more operators than their two previous large-scale stoppages in August and July and will affect much of England. Those two were on Saturdays, affecting leisure passengers during the school summer holidays. But the September strike on the 15th on a Thursday will affect more commuters. Plus, I'll give you the day off school. Actually, but then mm, parents and stuff like that. Yeah, but then no one can go into work anyway because of trains. Yeah. Because buses would be chaotic. Mm. That would be seen as a as as them siding with the um the companies and not the drivers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If they were to do something like that. That would be very bad. Really? So mm-hmm. they want to suffer. Well, they have to, isn't it? So you got when you when you want something, you gotta fight for it. This country's funny, man. <laughs> All right, let's get into what you're saying, our topic of the day. Okay, so today's topic of the day, right, is about a couple. I'm going to give you a bit more detail. And I just wanted to get your opinions on what you think the NHS should do or if they made the right decision, mm-hmm. right? So there's a woman who's 41. She fell in love with a guy who's 33 years her senior, so he's 74 years old. Okay. They've been together for nine years and, like, she says and he says they're basically madly in love with each other, right? And they wouldn't have family. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, given their ages and things of that nature, they need help with IVF. They've gone to the NHS. NHS has said, my friend, we, we can't help in this situation, man. Yeah. You guys are 
quite old. And on top of that, you've got two kids each from your previous relationships. Yeah. Question is, do you think the NHS were right to turn them down and start a family? And if they were right, why? If you don't think they're right, why? I mean, they're right. Okay. I think when you date somebody who's a senior in that capacity, mm-hmm. one of the risks is obviously the children aspect of it, right? That's mm-hmm. one of the... Never no risk. It's the reality of your relationship. Um, and I think that if they, did not, if they don't have the funds to be able to have children, as in to be able to do the IVF themselves, mm-hmm. I don't think that I should be on taxpayers to do that. Mm. Um, I think that there are people with like bigger health issues who are on lists and waiting years on NHS and they could die being on that list than, than a granddad trying to have extra children at that age. Mm. So, yeah. I think if you can't afford it, just enjoy it. And I'm really true. I'll be honest with you. If I find love late in my, in my, in my life, mm. I'm enjoying we're doing holiday. Like, I am living it up. To be that age and not have to... And Obviously, they met at a, the school playground. She's got kids there. He was there to... No, she worked there. He was at drop of his kids. Mm. Sis, she's already got kids. Enjoy your time. People like responsibilities too much. Enjoy life. <laughs> but I guess yeah. from her perspective, she's seen that as having their own family, having their own children, which just, you know, binds them even further, at least from her perspective, mm-hmm. would be the, you know, the icing on the cake. And if the, if um, this service is something that's provided by the NHS, why should we be left out? Because we, we pay our taxes. It. No. I don't know the, the tax <laughs> the, they've been paying will add up to IVF treatments. IVF treatments are stupid expensive. Very. Crazy. And it might not even take this is true. So, and then, do you know what, as well, with people, yeah? So, if they allow them one time year, for example, it doesn't take, mm-hmm. they're going to feel like they have a right to try the next four, five, six times. Do you get what I mean? So, how many how many times can you actually say to them, okay, we, we will only allow you one time? Then it's never going to be enough for them. Mm. So, it's better to just say no outright. And yeah, sorry, it's one of the risks, it's one of the realities of dating an older person in that way. Do you think they should then change the guidelines? Because at the moment, right, the guidelines are recommended. Yeah. Um, for, you know, by the NHS and things of that nature. It's very simple. Yeah. What they're saying is it should be offered to women under the age of 43, right? Okay. She is, she's 41? 31 or 32? She's 41. 41. Yeah, she's 41. But the IVF thing is for people who are under the age of 43. Okay. So she meets that, right? Okay. And for people who have also been trying to get pregnant regularly, through unprotected sex for the past two years. Yeah, but she's been trying for the past two years. Yeah, she's been with the man for nine years. They've been I trying. Well, she missed the guideline, and then fair enough. I thought the guideline was maybe 35 or something. No, no, no. Yeah, so that's fine. She missed the guideline then. So why did they say no? Because of her age. It's that additional thing that they are now adding on and saying, wait a minute, you're, 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 you're old, you've got kids as well. Do we need to really be, you know what I'm saying? So she already has kids. Yeah, 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 but they both got two kids from previous relationships. Respectfully, maybe she's being a bit greedy now. Mm. Because I would think that that 43 would be for someone who has never had a child and yeah. who is consistently trying. I think, yeah, I would expect someone who has no, if she had no kids at all mm-hmm. and she's 41, I'd sign a petition for her to go forth and get her IVF done. Mm. But if she's already got kids and she's 41, mm-hmm. there will be someone else on the list who is a better suited candidate for that privilege. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. Even though she meets the criteria, yeah, but. We can't afford to be giving it to everybody. Mm. Okay. Do you mean so? So so, basically, what you're saying is because because she's got kids of her own. Yeah. That's 
that should be the kind of the thing that kind of honestly divides. yes honestly yes because the whole point of IVF is that you're unable to give birth like mm-hmm. in the way it but that in the mm. normal process right so people who don't have children when they do IVF it's a it's a proper thing it's a whole journey like it's a proper thing they don't have children at all yeah if you already got two kids and you because you've met this one that you're in love with now you want to create a new one mm. respectfully we can't we can't accommodate for that okay I hope this doesn't don't fight me, but <laughs> yeah. what do you think, Issa? <sighs> what else I said? Mm. Yeah, what else I said? Yeah. Do you feel like okay? And this is kind of where I want the question to spin off to. Yeah, because mm. obviously we're, we're we're thinking about resources here to some degree, right? Because obviously, if if it was like infinite, um, money wasn't an issue, you wouldn't necessarily mind her being allowed to get the IVF if it wasn't at the expense of somebody else's. Yeah, so if they can go private with it. If she can, if the, if Ghana can avoid it, someone said, "Is it who was it?" Sorry, no matter to get the, it was um, so he should get his pension up. Yeah, Ebony Onyx. So NHS is one hundred percent right. Make him use his pension money, fund it. It's true. Mm. I think if they can do it privately, then go forth, do that. It's not, it's not taking the opportunity away from someone else who has nothing, who has no children at all. Yeah. that's what my thing is. I thought she didn't have any kids. If she didn't have any kids, he already got kids. His kids are not really her kids. Do you mm. get I me? Mean? No matter how much we do blended family, they're not my mm. kids. So if she had no kids, then fair, I would say they should allow her to do it. But she's already got two kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not fair that there's going to be someone else in the queue, in the list, on the list, who has no children. Mm-hmm. But then that opportunity that they give to you could have gone to someone else Somebody who, else. quote unquote, kind of deserves it more. Mm. Do you get know I me? Mean? They have, they've never felt what it's like to be a mother. They never felt what it's like to have their own children. And I'm sure they're in love as well. Do you get know I me? Mean? I just mm. think, I think fair is fair. And guidelines are there literally to be a guide for mm-hmm. us to make a decision. So, decisions are no, sis. Can I just throw this in there quickly, yeah? Of course you can. What if? For you the best. <laughs> what if she had <laughs> these two kids? Let's just make it one kid, yeah? Yeah. She had this one kid when she was 19. Yeah. She wasn't able to look after the child. The child went into foster care, got yeah. adopted. And so she never had that, you know what I'm saying, up to the age she, uh, she is now, 43, yeah, yeah 41. Yeah, where she's you know raised a child by herself. Yeah, would that change your your perspective? It would because then if the child is not with her anymore, technically that's <laughs> it's a child biologically, mm-hmm. where it's not her child mm. in a nurturing manner. So yeah, I would have more grace for that. Absolutely. Mm. But if she's got two children that she's raised, nurtured, kept, has them in her life, mm-hmm. ma'am, then we good now. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, bit of a side question, yeah. Do you feel like, you know where people try to get transplants, right? So yeah. like lungs, heart, not hearts, <laughs> but lungs and um, those things that you can kind of abuse. So from like the liver, like kidney, and, and, liver and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. Do you feel like they should be treated on the NHS? I know it's a bit of a broad question. Absolutely. Oh, you think they should? What, what do you mean? Wait, you mean like when people... To get like a transplant. So, so someone's um, been told, stop drinking for the longest while. Okay. Still drinking. Um, you know, uh, smoking as well, yeah. and it's getting to the point where it's like, like your, your life is over, right? You got cancer, um, but we can do the transplant for you, right? Mm-hmm. As in, it's available. Yeah. But do you think the NHS should turn them down because of other people who may need it, who were not abusing their bodies? But you, you still pay for it on the NHS, no? You pay for it. At some age, you still pay for things on the NHS. No? Oh, okay. Okay, I thought that was just medication. I didn't think like surgeries and stuff. Yeah, that, I, I'm not sure. You know. 
But mm. e- e- even if they do, it will definitely be heavily subsidized, right? Mm. Wouldn't be the same as if private at all. Yeah. Do you feel like the it should change in terms of how they look at things? I, f- I feel like they factor in these things anyway. I think right now. Yeah, I can't lie but, to you. If someone else has been healthy and blah blah, if if you're gonna get a new kidney. Mm. And you're going to do the same shit all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fact. It's true. Maybe it's time to... Um... Yeah, to leave. <laughs> yeah. Me and Mika. <laughs> let me know you, what you did with that kidney. Mm. Yeah, because there's someone else who's like... So imagine like, there's like a... Actually, I've never added spice and seasoning to it. But yeah, I think there's someone else who's got a healthier lifestyle. Mm. Who, through no fault of their own, had a, a bad kidney. Mm. And when they get the transplant, it's going to... They're going to use it well. Mm. I think, yeah, give it to that person. So it should be a ranking system, basically. Yes. Is it you guys show that y'all don't value life outside of this particular hospital? Then when it is you get ill, you can't take precedence over someone who was respecting life. Not in those words exactly, because you sound like you're trying to catch no, me no, up. No, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah. But this, see, we got your back up because it sounds, because I'm talking. That's, that's kind of like how the... No, because it's, it's, you know, it's the way you, I think it's accent. <laughs> it's your accent I'm trying to understand If that's what you're saying That's yeah, yeah, Basically that's what I'm saying okay. Because I think I don't I think especially if Like we're gonna If Giving you that kidney Who's irres- Who was an irresponsible individual mm. Is going to rob someone else of that mm. I don't think that's fair mm. I don't think that's fair mm-hmm. I think it should be given to The healthier one The healthier person mm. Who's actually going to Because we could give you a kidney, then what now? In five years time, you're back again. Get off, get off the internet. All right. So, Imaya, again, that's a deeper question. <clears throat> yeah. Should there be um, rules and policies um, drawn up that changes the way we look at how people get admitted um, for um, surgeries and, 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 and care? Should it be based on rating? Should it be based on how it is that you live your life outside um, of the hospital wards? Yep. It should be. Yep. So it shouldn't be first come, first serve. It shouldn't be a list. It shouldn't be a, a queue. No. Um, obviously, I'm speaking very broadly, right? And I'm just going to see how I normally see things like through economics, right? The resources are not endless. Mm. So you have to pick and choose. What's the best way to pick um, for, for, for people? Yeah. I think it's down to people that, I guess, value their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you've got somebody who's struggled, right? Cool. You can get the help, rehabilitation, things of that nature, right? But there's people out there, known for their own, who are just in that situation for whatever reason. I don't know. It could be for whatever reason, right? I can't justify giving it to somebody. If I've only got one left, giving it to the person who I've warned before about their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Over somebody who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, All right. I just, so what you're saying is that the elderly <clears throat> would never get priority because... No, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying... Because I'm not speaking about how you would rank first. You know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily touching on all of those things. Oh, right. I'll, no, I'll need to see I all want, those factors. I want to delve there, though. Because that's where okay. it gets a bit sticky, no? I feel it like... sounds like it's survival of the fittest. It's, it's more so about... It's more so, I think, about value. Also, okay, right, watch this. Even you just mentioned the elderly. There's um, certain situations, even now, where the elderly would not have priority over somebody who's younger. And rightfully so, I think, because you've lived, let's say, 70 years. Why should we give you a, um, a liver or a heart or whatever mm. that you may only use for the next five years mm. compared to somebody else who could use it for the next 55 years? Mm. 100%. Yeah. 
So do you think that the system is fair if it is that we move to that particular type of um, uh, healthcare? I think they somewhat have it already, though. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 th- <clears throat> I think certain things is not as strict as I'm saying it. And obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking very plainly and broadly about this right now. I haven't seen all the different factors that go into it. Mm. But um, I think they kind of have it already. Because we're, we're all paying into the pot right now, right? Yeah. With our taxes and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, when you do apply, there's certain criteria that you have to meet. And this is kind of what you're talking about, right? Yeah. But it's still kind of based on a waiting list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, what, that's what's happening right now. I'm mm-hmm. suggesting, do you, do you think it should change to a... Yes, there's criteria. Yes, mm-hmm. everybody put into the into the pot. But if it comes down to a surgery, the person who's been waiting the the most shouldn't take priority over the healthier person. The person who's been waiting the most. Let's just say I'm I'm making this scenario and I'm gonna do it extreme. So it, yeah, it it, it serves. I'm gonna liken that what you're about to say. I feel like I know what you're gonna say, but I'm gonna liken it to a, another analogy. Go on. List for the healthy and list for the unhealthy, right? But the the un the healthier, so say like, okay, and all the percentage of kidneys that come in, for example, right? Let's say sixty percent goes to the healthy bunch, forty mm-hmm. percent to the unhealthy people, right? Yeah. Um, and then so that way, it's not a case where someone who's unhealthy has been waiting for years, for example, but then because someone unhealthy has come on in like a week, they get a kidney over you. Nah, they have their own their own. Hmm. But apparently, anyway, you can't get a liver transplant if you're still drinking. Yeah, a lot, a lot of these things you can't. Yeah, they they have to see some type of change because obviously yeah. they know. But it still doesn't. There still be. Um, there still will be a, uh, a chance that you, who has been drinking for previous years, yeah. will go back to that lifestyle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Over somebody who, who doesn't. You mm. know what I'm saying? All right, um, Brent. I was just gonna say. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Mm. Sorry. So Ebony Onyx said, my sister-in-law was on the transplant list. She had lupus. She has dialysis three times a week. However, she was removed from the list after telling them she's no longer taking her medicine. Mm. So they really do be having things in place to check these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she openly told them, innit? <laughs> that she's not taking mm. her medicine. But you have to have certain things in place. You have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, these resources, which are quite, you know, scarce, Mm. Um, may go to the wrong places or the you know least affected places. It sounds bad, but you know it's um yeah. I was gonna say it's kind of like um council houses, right? Mm. Um, somebody waiting on the list for 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 twenty years, and then uh somebody else who comes been on the list for I don't know six months and they get a place over them. Mm. There's certain factors why you would give it to the person who's been yeah. um you know waiting for six months if they have a child. And yeah, have, you know what I'm saying, and, and rightfully okay. so. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. All right. Cool. Mm. All right. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Get to our next headlines. Okay, people. <laughs> the camera caught that. Let's <laughs> just roll the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're touching on this story again surrounding Miss Megan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. No, we need we need the, the the voice of reason's take. You know what it is? I don't care though. <laughs> Have so you read the article? I'm gonna leave it. Nah. Alright, alright. Wait, what article? Wait, wait, you haven't read the article you said you okay? Okay. He's not medical. Wait, 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 w
about Meghan Markle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let me tell you the new um, update, right? Okay, so an acclaimed actor and friend of Nelson Mandela told the Mail Online that he's baffled by the Duchess of Sussex's suggestion that his country had rejoiced when she married Prince Harry and revealed that he has never met her despite claiming to be the only South African member of the cast in Disney's recent remake of The Lion King. Pause. Yes. So you don't think this one too wants out? Okay, let's forget Nelson Mandela's son didn't want clout. Oh, grandson, whoever he was. You don't think this one, this person wants clout? All right. What's this? If I know that people know that I'm the only person, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm the only South African on this show, right? And you're telling me a South African, you're telling the world a South African and they can, you know, connect dots. But did she say, she said a South African. She just said someone on the show. I will get my receipt. He keeps on. All right, cool. Let me continue. Because I actually read the whole article. All right. Or 50 pages of it. <laughs> so Dr. John Cunney believes the Duchess of Sussex has made a faux pas after she used a US magazine interview to imply her 2018 royal wedding sparked celebrations in South Africa, reminiscent of the release of his friend Madiba, the legendary anti-apartheid leader. He said Mr. Mandela's walk to freedom after 27 years was a landmark moment, while her marriage to Prince Harry was no big deal in South Africa, adding that the two events cannot be spoken in the same breath and you really can't say where you were when Meghan married Harry. The interview in the cut suggested Meghan had been told the opposite by a male South African cast member ooh. at the London premiere. Is that true? I'm saying, ooh, like... Okay, cool. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> at the London premiere of the Lion King live-action film held in 2019. Um, like Esther first told us, it's reported that the Duchess said, he looked at me and he's just like, light. He said, I just need you to know. When you married into this family, we rejoice in the streets the same way we did when Mandela was freed from prison. Can you at least say with a straight face? <laughs> uh, it's very difficult. <laughs> but Dr. Kani, a veteran of the Royal Shakespeare Company who voiced the Mandrill shaman Rafiki, told the Mail Online that he was the only South African in the Disney movie, has never met Meghan, right? And was not at the UK premiere. He said the only other South African who was involved was Lebo M, who's a composer who, together with Hans Zimmer, was responsible for the music for The Lion King. But Lebo M was not in the cast. Dr. Kani said, I cannot even tell you now what month she married or what year, and said he did not believe that the people of South Africa celebrated Meghan's marriage to Prince Harry on a scale that greeted the release of the anti-apartheid campaigner, the great Nelson Mandela, as, com- as claimed by her. He said, in my memory... Nobody would have known when she got married, when or what. We had no South African link to the wedding or to her marrying Harry. I'm truly surprised by this. For me, it is a non-event, the whole thing. Esther, what do you say about this? I think we need to leave her, leave her alone, man. Just leave it alone, okay? Like, I think people are doing too much, and I think she's, I feel like she's such an easy target. Like, just get off the woman's back, bruv. Do you feel like she made herself a target? Because... If this is lies, right, why did she have to make this crap up? I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the article... <laughs> oh, good. I hate we embarrassed me. <laughs> so, in the article, it does say that um, she recalls a moment from the 2019 London premiere of the live-action version of The Lion King. I just had Archie. I was such... This is a direct quote. I just had Archie... It was a cruel chapter. I was scared to go out. A cast member from South Africa pulled her aside. She says, 
So the, the writer of the article is the one who said a cast member from South Africa pulled her aside. Mm. Then now quotes, which means this is what Megan directly said. Okay. He looked at me and he's just like, light. He said, I just need you to know when you married, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fair enough. I guess it does say a cast member from South Africa. That's what I'm saying. Wait, did he say cast member from... No, I can't save this one. We can't? Yeah, I can't save it. No, man, I can't save it. I was going to do a whole technicality note. It just um, sounds, it sounds like she should have just kept her mouth closed, man. Yeah, but do you know what? Okay, because there was that argument online as well. People were saying that for someone who keeps saying this was traumatic for you and blah, 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 you keep talking a lot, right? Y'all are agreeing a bit too much over there. I don't like yeah. it. Yet. But it's this <laughs> my head. So when Brent puts the camera on me, it like you're I'm engaged. engaged. <laughs> but, um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Just, yeah. laughs> <Give him> head. <laughs> but basically, like I get it, yeah. Because people are like, if you can't talk about this family so much mm. and blah blah, all this thing you're saying, then maybe just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's her story as well to say. But it's not real. But do you know what is I'll be honest with you, I just think the media's agenda against Megan here. Like, do we actually know you some stuff it? What? <laughs> <laughs> Do we actually know though That this person Because I'll be honest with you Unless something comes directly from someone's Twitter mm-hmm. Or Instagram If it's really like a just a newspaper article With what, certain publications mm-hmm. I'm not really going to believe That they said that thing I just think the media Because the whole point The whole reason why they left the royal family Is because the media have it out for her Now it's the media trying to discredit her It just the media, Come on, man. I don't think the media's trying to discredit her. They are. They've she, been... Yeah. This magazine, are. right? She's on the front page of the magazine. Yeah. She's come out. She's, There's someone she's, from South Africa who's commenting in the comment section. Okay. Our streets right, were cool. empty. Sorry, I need to see your passport. <laughs> 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 Do you know what? Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. No, no, no. no. But, but he, you know, he, but, he's... He, he said um, the guy was lying. He said the brother was lying. Our streets were empty. So exactly, so you're agreeing with the guy. Yeah, but then, she, but the thing, my my thing is here though, because I think that's what I said to you yesterday. Megan said what she said. Someone told her sis was not in South Africa. She was she was down walking down the aisle getting married, right? Mm-hmm. So when they try and discredit these things, they're not discrediting the person who told her that. It looks as if Megan's the one lying. Even the headline he you what? put on Sorry. here, he told her you what? said was Megan's story all cap yeah. again? Yeah. Do you get me? So someone did her, tell her that. Tell her what though? That the streets were filled in South Africa. But how do we know that? Because, because she said that someone told her. I'm going to believe that she said that. I'm going to believe that, she, that someone told her that. Do you know, but whether the person just met her and was starstruck and said, is that when some people meet their artists here and they're like, oh, you're my favorite, ever, you're my favorite artist ever. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj did this recently. Yeah. The person's like, oh, you're, you're my favorite artist, blah, blah. She's like, okay, name five of my songs. Now they're, mm. now they're quiet. Yeah. People do this when, they, when you meet someone who you watch on TV or you watch whatever, yeah. you just exaggerate how much you like them in the moment. But so the I thing, feel like maybe that's what the guy did. But the thing about that is Nikki saw Cap immediately. You see what I'm saying? She saw lies and said, obviously, you, I'm, I'm not your favorite artist. Megan wanted to believe this. Yeah, but you're Secondly, forgetting. No, but you're, you're, not, you're not giving grace to where Megan was mentally. Oh. Sis was on the, on, on the... She was literally going through it. Because even, even that, like she was saying how, you know, she didn't really want to go to wherever she was in a low place in a low point and she was I'm going to be I'm absolutely going to believe that because look 
Diana, we know what happened with Diana. She was in a low place. I'm absolutely going to believe that. This is one of the reasons why Harry wanted to leave the royal family because his wife was in a low place. Mm-hmm. They asked for help. She, she got no help, mm-hmm. right? So if someone's then giving me a compliment, if I'm having a very bad day here mm-hmm. and I walk in here and you know how Brent likes to make stuff up sometimes and <laughs> Brent says to me, oh, someone said you are the best thing to ever happen to TDA. I'm, t- I'm not, I'm like, oh, wow, that's the, that's the best thing I've heard today. Thank you. I'm not going to go and start cha- and tracing the, the um, what's it called? The, the source of, the, of this compliment. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So if someone tells us, and also this is a premiere, like things is fast moving. I'm not going to step there and be like, oh, do you have videos? Can I see pictures? But Esther, you have to remember, right? I, I get what you're saying, right? And I, I appreciate that you're obviously adding context to everything, right? Yeah. But it's fast moving, but it's also still Harry and Meghan. Certain yeah. people can get to you. Right? Yeah. At least that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. She also specified and said, this is a guy in the cast, right? Yeah. And South African. Mm-hmm. This guy is the only South African person there. Yeah, but do you not he's, think that someone could have could have said, oh, like, I'm... Someone could have lied. So the same way the person lied about the streets of South Africa I'm celebrating, yeah. could have lied about who she was. I've seen, okay, I've so seen red think, carpet... So you think it was somebody who wasn't part of the cast who came and said this to her? I'm not sure the person's part of the cast. But I'm saying that I, that part I don't know about. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that the person saying that I think they just met her starstruck and said and something. And I wanted to mm. I wanted to connect with her on a on a level. Yeah. And the person said this, but he didn't know that he didn't know that she was in a low point, and at that point she needed any kind of validation she could get. So she's had that validation, and it's meant something to her, mm. especially in a time when you know she's fighting the media for of the racism. She's fighting the royal family of the racism. They're asking how how dark is her baby going to be and all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. So. I can I can empathize with the fact that someone's giving her compliments and that's something that's meant a lot to her. Do you know what I mean? That's something that's stuck with her. There's certain compliments I've received in my life that has, has stuck with me. So yeah. I can understand and appreciate that. Whether then the person was lying, mm-hmm. it's a shame because again, once again, it's just now people are not coming out and saying, well, I'm the only cast member on here. I didn't say that. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. No one told her this. But someone probably did. I don't think she has any reason to have said this because she said other parts of it which have been true which i have i've seen people tweet stuff and say stuff she said other parts in the article that actually can be um corroborated is that what yeah yeah, yeah it well, is so i don't think she had a reason to lie about this one i just think the person lied to her and now it's annoying because it's now it's looking as if megan lied when the person that actually lied was a south african person who approached her and said that lie that's what i'm saying this is what i was saying about the whole Nelson mandela's grandson coming out yeah Mate, the energy should not be towards me. <laughs> I was told this. It's almost says to me, my hair looks nice. I go around saying my hair looks nice, but the person lied to me, but I'm walking in the spirit of my hair looks nice. Mm-hmm. Why should then people be looking at me like, oh, you're lying about your hair looking nice? No, but that's what I was told. But my, my, I, I guess to me, right, I, I just think, like, I, I'm, I'm happy that you defended her. And I think, like, obviously, she's gone through a lot. 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that away from her. But I can't compartmentalize and just give her um, credit when yeah. I know she's lied about other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's she's even said sorry for lying. You what know what I'm saying? Of, of when she was talking about her family or upbringing, she said she she doesn't know her her white side. You know, she's got a white sister and yeah. saying she wasn't raised by them and all this stuff. Yeah. It, was, it was all lies. Have you seen how they behaved? Do you know how they behaved? So you're justifying why she's lying? No, no, no I'm just asking a question. Don't no, jump. I, I, don't jump no they're, they're animals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, but still, so do you think, don't yeah. tell me you didn't, you wasn't raised by them. You know what I'm saying? She just owned them. But she was raised by them and, and you're lying to me. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'll be very honest with you, yeah. You would do the same? 
Yes. But it's still a lie. I will disown you. But it's still a lie. But, you, but I do this thing. But... Do you get okay, what I'm saying, though? Technically, <laughs> it's a lie. But if I'm walking into someone, so basically, I'm this person where, yeah, if someone does something very, very hurtful to me or whatever, yes. you can be dead to me. Mm-hmm. No, as in, like, the person can be standing right next to me. They're not there. I know what you mean. You're not there. I know. And it's not possible. They could be calling me Esther, Esther, but it's not possible for me to respond because I don't talk to corpses. I'm not a witch. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> You're dead to me. So if I knew that my white sides were mad, yeah, and I'm about to walk into the family, and I, and I know what their character is like, mm-hmm. I know there's chance of them coming out and saying all these things. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be a part of my story. Impossible. The, Impossible. Okay. I, I get. I get what you're saying. I, I get it. But she's lying. She lied. Like, no matter how we paint it, whether, you know, we justify it, she lied. And for and so, good reasons. That's fine. Can, but, you, can you agree that's for good reasons? Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Okay. She lied. All right. But for good for reasons. Good reasons. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but she still lied. <laughs> and I think in this same scenario here... Do Nigerians on this card. <laughs> <laughs> I think in this scenario here, maybe someone did say something to yeah. her. I don't necessarily think she just fabricated the thing. Yeah. But at the same time, when I think to myself, that you can say these particular people in your family didn't raise you, don't even know them well. That means in your mind, you fabricated a completely different life. So it's not far-fetched for me to believe you fabricated a human being walking up to you and gave you compliments. Yeah, but I think... But even, I, don't, I don't think we need to... Do you get what I'm saying? After the trigger warning course, we need to do a mental health one <laughs> course as well. I, I don't think you're giving... Course. like I don't think you're understanding someone speaking from a place of hurt. No, Seeing no, how do. a family have acted, yeah, mm-hmm. I can... Only imagine what they were like. Say hi to the camera quickly, <laughs> before you run here. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I can only imagine what they were like to her when she got suits, when she was doing all these other things that she was doing. Do you know what I mean? And they, they must have been horrible people. And that then, she wasn't even the most famous person. Mm. She's now become one of the most famous. She's now become one of the most famous people in the world. And we see them literally lying and saying these horrible things about them. Mm-hmm. I think her even saying that they didn't raise me in that blah, 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 it's coming from a place of trauma. It's coming from a place of hurt. I don't think she said that to you because she must have known people are going to find out. It's the media. They're going to find out and they're going to message your family, whatever. But I think, I think her doing interviews and whatever and denying them, mm-hmm. I think it came from a place of hurt. The, the, the way I see it is, that's fine. It's a lie, but in my book, it's a justified lie. Two things, right? So to me, I think she banked on the fact that people are more likely to believe her yeah. who married into the royal family and respectable human beings doing something with her life than the what sister and dad who don't do anything, right? Yeah. That's number one. Number two, I think also a lie is a lie and is a lie. Yeah. And if she lies about that there and she's come out and then apologized for her lies, when she's talking about uh, the media said this and the third, then the emails then come out, yeah. right? And then she has to backtrack and apologize for those lies. Yeah. When she's come here and, and talk, um, basically said people celebrated her, her marriage to Harry in South Africa, like, like the release of Mandela. It's ridiculous, like, to me. It's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. This is why I defended the grandson yesterday. Because it's a, you're making the South Africans look like idiots. Do not smile to me, yeah. It's not that ridiculous to me. Because I, I remember what African countries were like when Obama got elected. But comparing it to, like, being happy for him to be elected, that's fantastic. No, but, you don't, but comparing it to the release but just of Nelson Mandela. People, people were throwing parties. When Obama got elected. Compare it. nothing to do with their countries. To Mandela. That's a, your, I don't think it's I'm giving you one more minute. Huh? I'm giving you one more minute. Should we talk yes. about this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do need to. 
Move on. But yes, you got what I'm trying to say. So now you guys know you want to move on. <laughs> you still have talked for England today. Anyway, like I said, I, I I think if she is lying, which I believe she 100 percent is, this is justified. You need to expose it. What's her name? Sorry, was it Ebony or next? No, it's Gin and Gist. She said next week we need to unpack Esther because I need to understand this every day on Hill for these lost cases. Mm. I'm just an empath. I think about people's mental health. I understand trauma, how these things work, and I feel bad for the babe. One of mm. our community members celebrated their anniversary. Today. Yes, eight yes. years. Shout out to them. Who is it? Chijoke. Shout out to you. Big up you, Chijoke. You and your partner. Yeah, man. Big up. Eight years. That's big it. up. Big up. All right. Cool. The next bit. So the next headline. Oh man. So basically, a Saudi woman has been sentenced. Chigwana. What for being sentenced? No, because it's a bit. Okay, maybe I do need the. Course. Anyway. No, maybe you do. <laughs> I'm just I only contact Daniel. I'll try to be safe. So a Saudi woman has been sentenced to 45 years in prison for her social media posts in the second case of its kind this month, activists say. Oh wow. You, you understand why her trigger warning? Yeah, no? but it's not this is not triggering. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Women need to know this. All right. So rights group Dawn reported that a ter- terrorism court convicted Nora. Bint Saeed Al-Khatani of using the internet to tear the social fabric and violating public order by using social media. Little is known about her other than she's criticized uh, Saudi leaders. As previously reported on TDA, another woman was jailed for 34 years of her Twitter activity on the 9th of August. Abdullah Alaud, who's the director of research for the Gulf region at dawn, he told the BBC's NewsHour program that they found out about Khatani's case only after being passed court documents by the G- a judicial source and that it was continuing to investigate. He said, nothing in her court documents pertains to any violence or criminal activity. The charges against her are really broad. They are using the counter-terrorism law and the anti-cybercrime law. They can criminalize any posting that is even remotely critical of the government, he added. Several other male activists, sorry, female activists, have reportedly been detained in relation to social media posts since last year. Mr. Allowed said he feared that they could also be handed Lengthy prison sentences. That's sad, man. Very, very sad, man. Well, what did she actually post? They haven't. They haven't said. Um, gone into bare detail. Like they're still um investigating that um that group called Dawn. Mm. Um, yeah. But basically, all they are saying is that um she was using the internet to tear the social fa- social fabric, and also she was violating public order by using social media. So really, she was just criticizing the leaders in Saudi Arabia. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And um, yeah. It's very sad, man. Mm-hmm. And the women over there are just going for a lot. Yeah. Cool. And that's the end of the headlines. All right. Let's get into Word on Road. I think the internet is one of the funniest places, you know. It's absolutely <laughs> bloody hilarious. So basically, Leonardo DiCaprio is being cooked. Um, sorry. Yusuf, can you unhighlight it, please? I'm trying to. I'm so scared that I don't, you know, know, I don't even know how, it. I, how I've done it. <laughs> just I'm, click on something else. Screen. No, I've been tapping the screen for time thinking how Let me just screenshot just in case. That's my worst fear, you know, is the whole document disappearing. But yeah, so basically, he's being corned online here because there's this running joke that he only likes to date women under 25. So basically, whenever he breaks up with a girl, if, he's, if he meets them when they're younger, say for example, like 22 or so something. Is that a joke or is that just observation? It's. it's it's not a joke. <laughs> it's, it's, there's receipts to prove okay. it. But yeah, so 
what it is is that when they clock 25, or as they're approaching 25, as in like a couple months away from 25, mm. he tends to break up with them and get a, a new version. Wow. So yeah, so he recently broke up with his um his girlfriend. What was that, Emmanuel? I said, wow. Oh. Well, what, do you, what do you think I said? He's <laughs> <laughs> a good man. <laughs> <laughs> um, his girlfriend, Camilla Marone. So she literally turned 25 in June and allegedly broke up earlier in summer. Wow. And he's got a new girlfriend, allegedly, a Ukrainian model who's 22. So he's got three years with her? Yeah, he's got three years with her. That's like, awesome. uh, the, someone had, like, a whole rec- I can't bother to read all of it, but they mm. proper had, like, receipts of this is a pattern. This is what this uncle does. When you're approaching, once you get to 25, they're like, okay, your time is up. Next. Kind of thing. <laughs> um, next on my thing. So yesterday I spoke about Ari Net. Ari Lennox, like, yeah, I spoke about Ari Lennox and the fact that she announced her album coming out. And I told you guys that she, you know, she released a, a song. She was going to release a song with Summer Walker. She did release the song, super, super cool song. Um, but she also had another surprise. She had another surprise. But before I get there, actually, no, she had, yeah, I'll go this way. She had another surprise, and the surprise was an EP. Okay. She gave us an EP. So the EP is called Away Message. And she said in her Instagram caption when she posted it, she said, off the internet, actually, first of all, wait, the album cover is really cool. It's like a bowl, yeah, and it's got um her phone mm. in the bowl. Is my camera showing this? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Old school phone, though. Yeah. Mm. And so she says, off the internet until the 9th of September, which is when her album comes out. So here's my away message to you all. Again, the EP is called Away Message. Well, that's next week, Friday. Yeah. Is that a long time? Long enough. When, you, when you're promoting an album, I suppose, it's long enough. Because you should be active every day and stuff. So she says, new EP to hold you over until the album. Love ya. I have listened to it. Absolutely love it. It's banging. How many tracks on the EP? Five. So, Mr. Rotation, you're going to cover that? Um, I've got to cover the album and the EP. But EP is easy. I think you like it, you know. You know what I listen to? I really think you like it. These are just probably songs that didn't make the album. Yeah, it's five songs. Yeah. But then the one she released with Summer yesterday, Queen Space, is actually on the EP. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I would I, I didn't know that it would be. But there is already a single out on the album called Hoodie. Where's the EP? Oh, here. Yeah, it's called Hoodie and Pressure. You know Pressure? Uh, no, I don't think I heard. Pressure. Oh, no, the one produced by Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be on the album. So that's what, I guess that was her least single from the, from the album. Oh, that. This... This run has been going on for longer. Because Pressure came on. Pressure came on yeah, Chicago. last year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But also, my king, J. Cole, he posted something about her album yesterday, which I thought was really, really sweet. Remember, so she's signed to Dreamville. And um, I f- if I'm not wrong, I think she's the only... Sorry, quickly. Girl. The, the album cover you spoke about yesterday, that's Ari Lennox. Yeah. But it's not the same album cover. Yeah, because this is... Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I don't know why they've done that. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why they've done that. It's different on there. When well, the album cover that she put out, when she says age, sex, location, mm. that was her. That like, was her on the floor yeah, and yeah. women looking sexy. But I don't know why they've done that. To be fair, this It'll album cover is more suited to the title. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, because obviously, remember what I told you about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The computer. Maybe that was a thingy then. Um, mm. Just a photo shoot. But um, what you actually told me yesterday, you actually, that was her inspiration behind the album. So... J. Cole said, he in his caption, he put it on Instagram, but the caption says, I asked Ari what this new album means to her. I needed to know because I fuck with it so heavy. What I hear is the highs, lows, joys, and pains of dating life in 2022. 
but her answer made it even deeper for me. Appreciate you, Armin Lennox. Looking forward to the rest of the world hearing it. And so the message she sent him is, is based on iMessage. And she said to him what the album is about. She says, transitional space, very vulnerable, codependent and validation seeking part of my life. I remember the countless times I was kicked out of dating apps because they didn't think I was really myself. It reminded me of those age sex location days where I actually wasn't being myself in those chat rooms. I spent so much time seeing the good, seeing the God and good in some abusive people, neglecting my needs and self-worth, romanticizing terrible people, ignoring red flags, ignoring my opinions and those knots in my stomach when interacting with people I'm dating, communicating my concerns immediately, no more tiptoeing, no more dust docile, providing grace and compassion to myself, blocking those that no longer serve me or just literally not responding, blocking the resistance to heal, allowing accountability and maturing, allowing growth to happen, allowing self-worth and self-love and inner work to happen, allowing therapy, allowing dating me to happen, doing things I like to do whenever I want, learning new things, allowing that desperation and neediness to fade. What's for me is for me and I'm complete on my own. This is my eat, pray, love journey. And it's my honest goodbye to searching for love. I got it right here inside of me. The end of searching for anything other than self-love and family. Pouring into me and giving the greatest love to me. I love her. I absolutely love her. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I knew it was going to be that kind of mature growth kind of vibe. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Emily and I were talking about it yesterday. Actually. We talked about, you know, get a glass of wine ready. Getting our feelings. Shout out, Emily. Um, yeah, you're Emily, by the way. Right. Yeah? Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, you're Emily, yeah. Don't worry, you guys will see her very, very soon. Lovely. When you said you're Emily, I thought you meant you are Emily. Brent. I'm Emily. No, as in Brent, you are Emily. Oh, no, 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 he's not. We are all Emily. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm looking forward to... I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think it's going to be really sick and... Yeah. Here for it. Next on my... Th- okay, so this year, when I saw it, I was going to laugh by it. But then, as I did my further research, I said, okay, let me not. So Stacey Dashier only just found out that DMX died. Show you <laughs> She only just found out DMX died. Oh, His uncle died like a year ago. But she, so she said she was scrolling on TikTok and she saw a TikTok of one of his favorite songs that she absolutely loves. But then she's seen R.I.P. And she's like, R.I.P.? Then she went to do her research and then she found out that he passed away. But this is, uh, obviously, I was going to joke about it, but then it kind of got deeper. She was talking about it because I thought, mm. okay, I get it. So Stacey Dash, so obviously DMX passed away from um, cocaine overdose, wasn't it? Mm. So she says that she's had a battle with drugs as well. And she she's six years and one month clean. So for her, she was really upset that the demon that is addiction took him mm. and I guess that demon won. So she was just basically encouraging people like, you know what, just if you've gone through something like this, just keep fighting and don't like don't let it take you kind of thing. Yeah. So it kind of had an emotional um, end to it. So I was like, mm, okay. Go allow she it, must be living in a real hole. She does. I think she really does. It was her, wasn't it, that said, because um, she's, if I'm not right, if I'm not wrong, it is her. I'm sure it's her. Because she said, or was it Maya? What somebody, yeah, said that they're, they're vegan now or vegetarian, but she says that she doesn't date people who eat meat 
Because when she kisses them, she can taste the death on their lips. I don't think I heard that. Not sure, not sure <laughs> it was that. was a whole a whole bunch of foolishness. She can taste the death on the lips. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's just that. <sighs> My next bit of news, power. Allegedly, not even allegedly, this is the whole thing. Um, so Joseph Sakura, Tommy, and Gianni Paolo, who plays Braden, they're beefing in real life. I saw it on 50's page yesterday. Yeah, so there was a show, right, where um they're both on stage or whatever, and Braden, I'm gonna call him Braden because that's what I know him as, um, went to shake like Tommy's hand, and Tommy looked at looked at him and looked away. Mm-mm. Didn't left him hanging. But then Braden kind of played off cool, like kind of pat him on the back kind of thing. Mm. So he was so he basically proposed uh, Instagram post up and he said, Listen, I was gonna leave this shit alone, but people keep sending me this, and this dude straight up telling lies. It's not all good. So I think Tommy recently had an interview or whatever, and he said, you know, it's all good. Obviously, the videos come up. It was on TikTok and blah, blah. It was a whole thing. So he said it's all good. So Braden's annoyed that Tommy's acting as if their relationship is great. So he says, listen, I was going to keep, I was going to leave this shit alone, but people keep sending me this. And this dude straight, just straight up telling lies. It's not all good. I asked him in the elevator what his deal was with me because he's been doing this shit for years when I've shown nothing but respect and love. He kept just saying he doesn't fuck with me. Nothing was resolved. Stop spreading lies because people are, press- are pressing you about your saltiness. I've said nothing but amazing things about this dude on the podcast. And if you listen to it, you know. Season six of, of Power, he was the nicest guy in the world to me. Then when Ghost happened, everything switched up. If you're going to try and pretend like shit is resolved for social media, because you're mad everybody's asking why a 47-year-old man is throwing shade at someone who everybody fucks with, then at least do better than that, my guy. He's been doing this shit behind closed doors for years. You made this public on stage, Grandpa, not me. Now you're dealing with the outcome of being a child. He then goes on to say, last thing I'll say is that I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. Nobody needs to like everybody and that's completely fine. But don't pretend on social media that we're good after I try to make peace, still after the years of disrespect and shade and you said no. Then he says, Tommy character is still a goat though. Um... Then, of course, 50 Cent doing what 50 Cent does. One thing, about, one thing I like about 50 Cent is, as much as I don't like a lot of things he does, this man is going to promote his, his shit. He's going to mm. promote what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So then he posted and he said, oh, shit, it's up. Now, I never like to start shit, but you, you should suck him, Tommy. <laughs> Wait, I think this little nigga, Braden, got a knife, LOL. Then he tags his cognac. <laughs> 50 always puts his, his hashtags and his whatever he's promoting at the moment. He's going to put it up there. But um, I don't know. I wonder what would be. Can't lie. I'm gonna believe Braden. I don't feel like he has a reason to be lying about these things. Certain lies, I just think we know how to read to life. I mean, people prove me wrong most time, but yeah. But I feel like it's probably a thing where because power, ghost book happened before Tommy's one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some kind of production thing where Tommy's one was meant to actually happen before. No, Tommy's one was meant to be the first one out. And then obviously yeah. there was more. Um, interested in Tariq and Braden and yeah, their yeah. drug game. Yeah. So maybe that's the saltiness behind it. I maybe. reckon it would be. I think it's some kind of, it's, it's giving jealousy to me. White boy beef. White boy yeah. beef. White boy beef for real. But um, yeah, so. And Tommy Show, I think is probably the lowest rated out of the It is. It's, it's, I tried to watch it. I, I'm a proper, proper power fan and yeah. I couldn't finish this. The, Tommy Show. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Kane is when I'm struggling. What is it? Nah, Kano, I'm not going to lie to you. Well, in my opinion, Kano one is, is the best. Is it? Yeah. It's, okay. It's, now it's, you said that. It's, it's the most authentic one as well. Better, really? than, better than Tariq's one. 
Yeah. Do you know what's mad? Is the way that I hate that. I don't think you understand. Mm. I wanted Tariq flogged in the real life. Like, he was pissing me off. But when he got his own show. Yes, I agree. I was shedding tears. I said, please don't let this. Yeah, don't let yeah, him Yeah, because jail. he became the main character. Yes. So without yes. him, there's no show. So you yeah. were almost forced to get behind him. Yes. No, but also because he. he you he saw showed, more of him. I saw, like, more, yeah, of him. I saw like, more of him than being a sport brat. Exactly. Exactly. Because all of a sudden I realized that, do you know what? Yeah. And it, it was a shame because I said, like, you know, you actually could have been running this game with your dad. But I guess, mm. you know, Amari wanted more money. They weren't going to give it to him. They had to kill him off. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. He wanted more money. They, they weren't going to give him more money. And then he said, all right, I'm done. So they had okay. to write, write him, kill him off. Bye bye. Sure. Yeah. No, bye bye. Yeah. No, Tariq, Tariq did he well by himself. It. No, but he des- Omari deserved that. He, uh, he deserved. That morning. Cause I remember he he used to be on Being Mary Jane, mm-hmm. and he was like, it was basically like the lead, cause she used to sleep with married men, and he was the lead married man she was sleeping with. Okay. And then, but then he had to leave, okay, because he got power, right? Mm. So, I remember when he did the Breakfast Club, and they were like, oh, why did you leave Being Mary Jane? He was like, he was like, power is my Being Mary Jane. He's like, Gabriel Union's got that, mm. but this is now time for me to have my own show. Yeah. And when I think of the way season one was, it was sick, but I feel like it only got just got sicker. I. He deserved that pay rise. I can't lie to you. Yeah, he deserved course. it. He is, he is power. He should have got it. Power. He should have, because I think he should have got it, yeah. I would have liked to see him and Tariq running the game together. Because when I'm seeing Tariq doing what he's doing and he's so loyal, he's so calculated, he's so smart. Yeah. So you had the, you had the ability to be smart like this. But then, you got your sister killed. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that's the greatness of the writers. Yeah. And not necessarily that? Um, Ghost. Yeah, but I saying? think Ghost, because when I see Omari Hardwick, yeah, even in normal life, Mm. Even the way he stands, he, you know when he used to do that whole thing mm. with his hands. Mm. He he's like he embodied mm. ghosts. That's a sick actor. That is a sick actor. But that being said, I do absolutely love. Um, it's a power book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, power book two. Yeah, power book two. Yeah. Um, Tariq, Tariq's one. Yeah, same. Uh, like I'll be honest with you, it may sound a bit mad, but I think his one I kind of enjoyed more consistently than power. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my vibes. <laughs> because powers one, yeah. I was I, there were times when I was kind of watching it because I wanted to support Fifty. You know really? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, to me, some parts of it just show where, where, where amateur. Did you watch it? Hmm? Where, where did you watch it? You mean where? On what? What platform? Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. Wasn't it only on Netflix at the time? No, when it first came out, it was only on Stars. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah I watched it on Netflix. So yeah. So, I saw amateur acting here and there. Some things weren't believable. Really? But I stuck with it because everyone was like, it's good, it's good, it's good. So like, right, cool. Tariq's one, I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed Tariq's to do that. Tariq's one is sick, man. Yeah, I respect I that I need to come back ASAP. But what I do that, I don't watch it weekly. Okay. We're not going to do a review. We're going to talk about it in here, are we, Brent? Please say no. Of what? No, we're going to no. go on a segment where we have um, reviews, man. Because oh. basically, the way I watch stuff here... But the way you said it was like, that was even up. That show was even in contention for being discussed. Well, like it is obviously. No, it's not. But he's saying it is. No, he's saying shows in general. Yeah, oh, in general. Yeah. Because basically, the way I watch, I'm a binge watcher. Yeah. So I leave it all, and then I just go at it. I can't wait weekly. Like it really bugs me to wait weekly. But anyways, yeah, the white boys are beefing on 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 power. Okay, my last bit of news. One second, have you watched um BMF? No. BMF is hard as well. See, that's okay. what I was gonna ask you. Like, what's the best one? Because I haven't started BMF yet. What's BMF about? BMF is, that power BMF is well? it's not about the power universe. It's in the power universe because it's under 50, but it's not. It's, just, it's about um, Big Meech. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know you know who Big, Big, Big Meech is. Larry Hoover guy. Yeah. Isn't that um, no, Cross Lyrics? Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. It's about him. No, no, Larry Hoover is a separate person. 
what? They're two separate people, but it's, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, it's about... Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sure my said Big Beach. <laughs> That's, That's how I know. Yeah. It's basically Big Beach's life story. Oh, okay. Essentially, yeah. So it starts off when he's a kid, um, and the guy playing Big Beach is actually yeah. his son. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. It's, it's hard still. It's hard. So, okay, I'm gonna watch uh, that then. Yeah. Is it? How many seasons is there? So far, I think there's only been only been one so far. You thought so hard. I thought you were gonna be three. No, I thought I thought there was two, but there's only one. Oh, was it only one? Oh, one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I watched that. I added to my list. All right. Um, so my last bit of news. Y'all won. <laughs> Use that one. I think Pretty Little Thing watched CDA personally. So basically, yeah, Pretty Little Thing, as we know, they're fast fashion. They get a lot of um, slack for, I guess, a cheap fast fashion that's not really, it's not sustainable to the world, to the earth, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they have now introduced a marketplace. So PLT Marketplace. And so they've said, they described it as the buying and selling community allowing you to sell on the clothes you no longer wear or buy and shop for something new to you. So, yeah, that's what they're doing. Remember I said, I told you, I even mentioned it yesterday because you guys were on my neck about India. Hope we don't have a repeat of that today. But um, that they did a whole, what's it called? A whole thing, poll on Twitter where they said retweet for India, like for Gemma. People, they got more, like, Stupid, more like more retweets for India than Gemma. So, anyways, they've now and then they end up signing Gemma. And obviously, people were like, so you basically use her for clickbait, blah 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 blah. Anyways, they've now partnered with India. They've partnered with India. So they said, okay, now we can make it official. This was literally this morning, so heart of the press. Uh, our it girl India will be our first ever ambassador for the marketplace app, a buying and selling community allowing you to sell on the clothes you no longer wear. Or buy and shop for something new. So yeah, so then they got a whole poster. It says Pretty Little Thing Marketplace starring India. And India put up a post and she said, internally screaming, I can finally tell you what we've been working on for so long. And the first ever ambassador for Pretty Little Thing Marketplace. This is a dream come true. And I can I can't wait to bring you all on the journey with me. So the 5th of September, I guess that's when we'll see a proper launch. She said, watch this space, resell, we Resell, rewear, recycle. Hashtag PLT Marketplace. Mm. I'm glad it does something with her. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't really want her signing with PLT just because PLT gets a lot of bad press for their lack of sustainability. So I didn't really want her attached to that brand because I didn't want people dragging her whilst trying to drag PLT. So I guess. What do you mean by lack of sustainability? Like, so it's fast, it's like fashion that apparently ruins the earth. Doesn't want the material. Yeah, so the material, the way they get it. So obviously, it's alleged that they pay people like peanuts mm. to make the clothes. The quality is not very great. It's like, it's just poor clothing, basically. It's not okay. really sustainable clothing. It's not clothing okay. that you can have for like years. It's just, you wear it after a few wears, it's, mm. it's tear, and then you have to buy a new one. So that kind of recyclable fashion where you're consistently going through clothes, and then they waste a lot of clothes as well where they just go and dump in places and mm. is that kind of those kind of fast fast fashion brands. So I'm kind of glad that she wasn't she's not really attached to PLT like that. Mm. And she wasn't attached to like the main brand. But the marketplace would be interesting to see. I mean they did get a lot of slack from people because people are saying that your quality is not great for you to be doing a marketplace. Mm. We can't resell your clothes. Because when we buy them, the quality is poor. Mm-hmm. We have to rebuy something new. So what about this is sustainable? 
But big up India anyway. She's out here um collecting another an additional bag and here for it really. Hundred percent. I just wanted to get, get all the bags and at some point I would like to see her have her own um clothing line. So that'd be great. Yeah, man. But yeah. National but, cinema day. Yeah. Sorry? Cinema. Oh yeah. I thought you were sending me that just for my own personal no. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I really thought that was <laughs> So basically, what do you put in the dock? I sent it to you to put in the dock Why? You have access to the dock road. too You have access to the dock too Oh, so I can, I can add to your stuff? Yeah, Iman does Oh, okay Yeah, you can Cool, cool um, So basically, one of our lovely listeners sent this in for us um, So, the 3rd of September, which is Saturday, is National Cinema Day so, The View, Cineworld, and Odeon, you can watch stuff in London for three pounds. Three great British pounds, which I think is really good. It includes 3D and IMAX format movies as well. Dope. So, guys, get to booking ASAP. Dope. I wonder if you do it online, if it will um, come up that way. Mm. Like, automatically, do you get what I mean? hope so. Should yeah. do. Should well, yeah, it says with tickets, tickets are being sold for as little as three pounds. A number of cinemas will be showing a mixture of recently released films, such as Idris Elba's um, Thriller Beast, mm. um, alongside you know old favorites that they may not have screened on the big screen in many years. Um, for example, E.T. the Extraterrestrial will be on there as well for its 40th anniversary and all that great stuff. So they said to get the, the cinema tickets. It's as easy as going to your local participating cinema. On there's always a, there's always some kind of catch. They've got to be participating, guys. So you go to your your um local participating cinema on a, on the third of September and buy a ticket for one of the movies that is screening as part of the event. And then if you want to plan ahead as well, you can purchase tickets online for the third of September and see the range of movies on offer. So thank you for sending that in, our lovely listener. And yeah, <laughs> can I just can I add one thing? Was it not a listener? Was it you? No, no. no, it was definitely listening. But it was actually reading the comments. Are they laughing at me? Oh, that's happening. Oh. You don't leave me like. Uh, wow, gin and gist. <laughs> it was gin and gist I said was my was my plus one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What she, she said? Imagine telling your employer to do it themselves. Listen, <laughs> this is not a dictatorship at all. <laughs> at all. Someone earlier asked, "How do we get Emmanuel off the show?" <laughs> <laughs> It's democracy, but it's not democracy. <laughs> democracy. <laughs> Furthermore, do you know what's crazy? Yeah, mm. you do not see the people on this show. Like they see what we're oh, like. Do you man. really like each person on here is a strong character? Do you really think anyone on here is, is someone who who bows down to no, authority man. without questioning why it is they should be bowing? Hmm. Look, at, nah. look, look how much we were um, giving props to Boris Johnson for, for, for staying <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. You think? Behave. Nah, man. <laughs> Brent got something to put a word and Brent, Brent put in, add it in the damn duck himself. <laughs> That's what Brent would do. And how did I respond? I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny, man. But yeah, um, someone said, I haven't seen Nope yet. I want to see that. Have you seen that? Nope. Nah. What's that? Um, it's, um, what's that, babe? Daniel Kaluuya's film. Oh, that one. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I seen it. It's him and who? Uh, Kiki Palmer, right? Yes. Kiki Palmer, yeah. Mm. I want to see it. I'm hearing mixed reviews. Oh, is it? More on the nope side. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. More on the nope side. Apparently, some people that were invited to um, the screening are trying to keep up appearances. Mm. But it's nice. But... Apparently, he decided to film that rather than doing Black Panther 2. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> 
I'm the thing. But that's sad. That's quite sad, you know. Obviously, yeah. he done it because obviously this in this movie he's the main character. He probably got paid more more screen time. Actually, what am I talking about? I reported this, didn't I? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yeah I think we had this conversation already. Yep. Ah, interesting. Before, right. before, before we go, I just wanted yeah. to find um I found that quote about the whole um If it's Megan, I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was Maya. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. So she said, um, last year I had an experience with someone I've known for over 10 years. He leaned in to kiss me and I smelled. Smelled death on his breath. I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> because he didn't brush you his a teeth. psycho, bro. <laughs> How can you smell death on someone's breath? Hey. Ma'am. What she meant was she smelled, she smelled meat. She smelled his last meal. Yeah, but mm. ew. Who says that? That's so yeah. nasty. Well. Yeah. But yeah, all right. That is it from me. Let's get into the People's Journal. Okay, people. So welcome to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. So first, I want to ask you guys a question here. Do you lot know what quiet quitting is? No, you don't make a scene. You just leave. Okay. What about you, Yusuf? Uh, no. So basically, you know how people like to just make up new things, right? Mm. But quiet quitting isn't like what it says. You don't actually quit your job. So basically, what it is, is, is basically... It's your... the millennials that came up with it. There's Gen Z in it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a white person somewhere. So basically, <laughs> not what I said. <laughs> it basically means, yeah, you only do what your job demands and nothing more. Isn't that what people should be doing? Anyway, so, yeah. So basically, quitting, doing anything extra. That's the whole quiet quitting thing. And oh. apparently, it's kind of caught on. And there was some white woman, yep, um, on TikTok, who was basically breaking it down like it's a proper new philosophy. And this is what she's saying. Um, she's basically saying a lot more people need to do it. And the reason why she started doing it is because um, she asked for a pay rise. And they were like, sorry, mate. Like, there's nothing here for you anymore. That type of thing. And she said, um, she just thought, this is ridiculous. She began taking on more responsibility. And when she, at that time, she was working more than 60 hours a week. So, girl, 60 hours a week, yeah. Should have been quite quick. <laughs> exactly. And so, um, she said she was promised a pay rise, never materialized. She felt humiliated. I said, you know, I'm not working extra for these people ever again. So, I'm assuming she, let's just say um, she worked a normal 35 um, hour job. Yeah. She's cut that down from 60 to 35. And you just think, to yourself, as it should. Wow. Huh? Why was she, the wow was when she was doing 60. Mm. Yeah. Is it your father's company? This is it. This is it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's quite quitting. So, I don't know if people in the comments, people who watch this, have decided to quite quit before. I think quite no. quitting should be standard. Why should I do more than I'm being paid to do? Exactly. No, but unless, some... unless I'm passionate about what I'm doing, yeah. then it's almost a job where I take home. That yeah. I live it and breathe it. And I, I know that me doing extra will help me climb the ladder or put me in a better position. But, most of the time, why should I? Why should I be paid more? So why should I work more and not get paid for it? But it depends on your mentality. Because remember, that's sometimes how you show yourself different to all the other employees. That's what I'm saying. If 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 you, you want to climb the ladder, yeah. within that that role, yeah. then fair enough. That's that's pretty if much you, why. If you do don't, then impossible. Yeah, but most people, you know, you start a job, you want to want to, you know, progress and stuff. So that's why I guess she's she's doing it. She's thinking, you know what? 
I, like you said, I like the job too. Yeah, no, if you like the job, also and you're passionate about the climb. job and you know that that's what it takes for you to get to the next level, yeah. then go for it. This is it, man. I've been grind quitting my whole life. If not. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's a job, if it's, this is just a bus stop, mm. then big man, you do what you're paid to do. That's it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And the next thing is, basically, um, in Germany, right, because this whole cost of living thing, mm-hmm. they came up with a new scheme which I think if that happened here, would be crazy. Basically, this is what it is. Um, they were, they subsidized travel in the country. And basically, yeah. you could buy a, a travel pass for £9 for an entire month. Wow. Yes. You could never. <laughs> there you go. So basically, they were able to travel the whole country for nine, sorry, I'll say nine pounds, nine euros. Yeah, not, yeah. So seven pounds fifty basically, yeah, a month, right? And this was an attempt to, to drive down the whole cost of living thing. So basically, all the local and regional transport and trains, buses, metro was included in the entire thing, right? Um, some of the intercity trains wasn't included, but regardless, most things were, right? Um, and basically, it was basically to get people to to leave their cars at home, so that obviously you're not wasting fuel. Mm. Um, but also you're not having to face the effects of having to pay these crazy high um, fuel charges, yeah. which obviously was brought about because of COVID, but mainly the whole Russia thing. Mm. Remember, I said yesterday, Germany relied on um, Russia's gas, like crazy, and their oil and all, all of that, like crazy. So they started this about three months ago, and I mention it now because they put an end to it. And... Uh, yeah, people are always sad, man. But what they one one person basically said that um, even though this happened, and um, a lot more people are traveling and, and using you know public transport and whatnot, they're not too sure if it actually had an effect on the whole emissions thing. Mm. So basically, what they say is, let me according to the German Transport Association the scheme. <laughs> Listen, I'm only doing the bare minimum today. <laughs> Talking on topics I care about. <laughs> Sorry, man. All right, so according to the German Transport Association, the scheme uh, will have led to a reduction of 1.8 million tons of CO2 emissions. Mm-hmm. But the calculation, based in part on research, would suggest the cheap ticket had lured people to use public transport rather than their cars for the first time has been disputed by some experts, right? Um, they also basically are saying, obviously, commuters now have to brace themselves for the more expensive autumn and the fuel tax reduction also ends in on the, on the 1st of September, so today. Because in addition to that whole thing, they, there was also um, a fuel tax reduction. Yeah. And um, I think they, they, they tried to do that here as well. But basically, um, it was more significant in Germany and it brought down the fuel to under two euros. Before that, it was, it was just climate. So yeah, all of that's basically gone now, isn't it? And my thing is, as always, when you subsidize certain things, who's paying for it long term? Yeah. Generally, it's the people that's paying for it, right? And this is the problem. So hopefully Germany are able to adjust and do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, in terms of the whole energy prices thing, again, I feel like I'm just kind of repeating myself, but um, more and more um, analysts... Um, are coming forward basically saying, I don't think we actually know the gravity of all of this, right? So Goldman Sachs has basically said... You love to scare people, though. Yeah, but... Because you know what? You're saying that what, what can people do? Prepare. How? Like, certain decisions you're going to make now till, um, I don't know, winter, for example, yeah. 
you maybe need to go out to this particular place. You need to buy this. You want to buy this particular thing. Maybe don't do it. So save budget that money. Save, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't know about these things, you know, like I said yesterday, if you know more, you know, you do more. You do better. Yeah. So, yeah. Basically, um, yeah, they're, they're saying they want, um, they want inflation could um, basically hit 22%. Mm. So, right now, it's like 10%. 22% they're kind of predicting by next year, which is just crazy. Like I said before, um, Ofgem raised the energy price cap for household bills by more than 80% already. So, yeah, it's really going to be crazy. So, TDA listeners, please, man. Actually, don't just hear what I'm saying. Do something about it. Also, um, last thing is Liz Trust, um, she rules out the whole energy rationing thing. She, she was asked about this in their back and forth with um, Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Sunak was like, look, I'm not ruling out anything. You know, he was, he was basically being a, a fence sitter, right? <laughs> but Liz Trust was like, listen, I'm ruling it out. There's no mm-hmm. good, we're not going to be rationing in um, energy and, and this kind of third. Yeah. We're just going to live how we're doing and we'll find a way to tackle this soil crisis. She's still for um, the tax thing that I mentioned yesterday, um, you know, cutting taxes and believing that obviously if we can incentivize um, people being um, proactive in, 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 in just different areas of life, like, you know, um, sparking up businesses and uh, businesses having more to, to, to play with, then obviously in turn that trickles down yeah. and everyone can benefit. And we can, you know, better cope with the whole cost of living crisis. So, yeah, man, that's pretty much it for today. Nice. Right, let's get into asking for a friend. All righty, asking for a friend. There's a woman at my friend's workplace that he says loves off the mandem. She has admittedly slept with a couple of the men and flirts with most. She has even kissed a few of the women. Over the last year, he has become close friends with this woman. Now his workplace are all talking behind his back and assume that he is now sleeping with this woman. I know my friend well. I know he's not sleeping with her. He has been married around the same time as me and he loves his wife madly. In his defense, my friend is a huge flirt though. I've seen him flirt with everyone, from the manager to the cook to the outward member of the LGBT community. I genuinely believe his friendship with this woman is real and there is no romantic intention on his part. How would you advise my friend move forward? Let it not be me. <laughs> I'm gonna let the men go first on this one. So what well, this is just assumptions. It's assumptions, but there's well, previous well, we receipts well, that well, shows this. Yeah, shows flirting. Not shows that. No, as in like the so the woman yeah. typically tends to Sleep with the man though. Yeah. She's done it a couple of times. But who's the man then? Does he mean his friends? People in the same So his couple? friend is now so his friend is now friends with a woman who mm-hmm. has reputation yeah. of sleeping around. And I guess yeah. not just an empty reputation, it's like yeah. people actually know this is what she does. She lips she loves a lip, she yeah. loves uh, all that stuff. And she loves to flirt. And his friend flirts as well. But is this girl going around saying that she slept with him? No, that doesn't tell us that. Yeah, so there's no actual solid concrete evidence, it's just Chinese whispers, hearsay, gossip. Yeah, but in the workplace, though, people, all that stuff is not good. I know, you just set them straight. You tell them that it's not true. They don't want to believe it. Then that's on, that's on blah, blah. But the girl hasn't said, I fucked him. He yeah, but because her. she's got that reputation of doing so, yeah. people are talking about the friend. So it's about what his fr- what the friend should do. Because you're in a professional setting. You can't have people talking about yeah. you sleeping set, with this person, blah, blah. So yeah. what should the friend straight. do? Set everyone straight. 
if people if if he knows people think that he slept with yeah. her, then tell them that it's not true. Okay. That, that's what that's all we can do. Yeah. Really, that's all we can do. And hopefully he hasn't this hasn't got back to his missus. Boy. And if it has, then he has to say that straight away. That's all we can do is just tell the yeah. truth. He hasn't slept with her at the end of the day, so he hasn't done anything wrong. And obviously stop being flirty. Stop giving <laughs> people stop giving people a reason me, yeah. to believe the rumors. So mm-hmm. stop flirting with people, stop, you know, um entertaining this type of behavior. Yeah. Staying straight and narrow. That's it. Okay. Amen? Mm, yeah, pretty much, man. The same, the same as what Yusuf said. Like, he hasn't done anything. So, like, don't even worry about what people are saying. You know? That that part as well. Yeah, like, let them mind we their say, own business. Don't oh, worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's difficult in a, in a workplace, especially because we just talked about, like, mm. if you want a promotion, for example, and all that kind of stuff, you really don't want to have that reputation as a person who is sleeping with someone and all of that stuff is not conducive in a workplace. True. But is, is any of that stuff affecting him climbing the ladder, having a I relationship does, with you know. his manager? I think it, I think it does we're, affect we're, it does affect the ladder, progress. I don't even know where it works. It could have been any ladder. Mm. <laughs> I think it always I think yeah, stuff like right. that. He may not be in a job where he wants to climb the ladder. And that's fair. But then I just think stuff like that would affect like, I just think in the workplace, certain conversations you really don't want your name around. Yeah, that's true. And I would say this is definitely something that you don't want your name around. Um, I think you should stop flirting about the place. I think you should do what you said. Set, let people know that mm. <laughs> you love what I said. No, no, but... <laughs> I think you should do what you said that, you know, let people know that, listen, I'm hearing that you're talking about this. It's not that. She's just a cool girl, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, um, what's it called? Yeah, I think do that. And then, he should, it's the workplace. What are you flirting with people for? That's a, that's a HR lawsuit in the works. If you, if you think someone flirts me at work here, I'm not going to, that's not my ticket out there. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm coming in here with champagne in the morning. Because <laughs> I don't sue the ass. That is, what's it called? Um, what is that thing called? It's sexual misconduct, something like that. Mm. That's what that is. You can't be flirting at work. It's how dangerous that is. Well, people do that all the time, though. I wish someone would flirt with me at work. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. There's certain things that I wish would happen to me at work. I wish someone would call me a black cunt. <laughs> I wish someone would call me a bitch. <laughs> I just need someone to be possessed for a moment. That's all I want. And here come the waterworks. <laughs> what? That is my ticket out of there. I'm not working for the next five years. <laughs> what? But yeah, you can't use that coming kind of flirting at work, man. That is so dangerous because you, all it is, yeah. You can't just work. No, 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 no. But this, yeah. No. Okay. It's it's work that I enjoy. I'm mm. working, but this is this is where I'm. This, I quit. I quite quit everywhere else in my life <laughs> except here. He was just about to tee up, pulling you up. <laughs> As a swap? Who's about to tear up? Never mind. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Nancy. I thought he was asking you. And then this is a. I'm not going to say it. No, say it because no, I want to know, where, know where, where, where your mind's at. <laughs> the brain is of a diet over there. What, is, what happens? The way sometimes I kind of gauge when you're about to cause mischief, mm. if you do this and you start doing this, no, I was gonna ask. A, I was gonna ask a question. It wasn't. All right, ask... the cut. So you gonna call oh. a bee? A bitch. <laughs> what? <a> black. <laughs> oh, black. Cunt. Oh, black what happens. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. I was gonna. I could have on it. 
I'm going to ask. There'll be you and Iman tomorrow. I'll ask if this was work because you mentioned flirting. I said, what if Iman flirted with you? How would you feel? Iman should not be flirting with anybody. But, but why, why, why can it be you? <laughs> why would I? I've, I'm, in, I'm in a relationship and I'm committed. I'm... Uh, anyway. Go on. <laughs> Mr. Pollution, I mean, you never know. That's what Yusuf does, you know. You never know. You never know. You know it's Anna's behave. Because I can take jokes. I can take jokes. <laughs> Mr. Abifa. Is that Abifa? What was it? Napa. Yeah. Oh, Napa, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think any people that can flirt me on here is um, when the guests come. <laughs> like did you? <laughs> wow! Oh, I'm I'm joking. Oh my gosh! Forgot myself for a second. <laughs> I'm playing. I don't play at work at, work at all. No, I'm guessing nobody. But um, yeah, my you guys are to stop playing at work. Whoever, whoever's playing at work, stop all of that stuff. But can, but can you like? Would the company actually get in trouble though? You can, because all it takes, because you know what, you can flirt with someone like blah blah. blah but then mm. sometimes as well, yeah, it's not that like the person you're you're flirting with has a problem. Someone's will passed and mm. they've heard it, they can report to HR, mm. and then you get in trouble for that. So we could have a joke. I remember at my workplace, so one of my colleagues, we she, we had this joke, it's an old workplace. We had this joke. I think we'd the way we banter, we banter with each other, yeah. She's white. I'm I was gonna say I'm black, but mm. yeah. So, but then we would banter in a certain way. And I remember one time because she was she was, she was a manager anyway. And I remember one of like another manager was like to her how um she's like he was like I know you guys have like you guys communicate like this you guys are cool and whatever mm. but he was like someone else could walk past and not know that this is the relationship you guys have and report it even though it was it wasn't anything offensive it, yeah. it wasn't anything offensive anything it's just how we like we joke about and laugh and kiki whatever but he was like yeah someone else could walk past and not know that this is how you guys are and they could take offense on your behalf. But we see that though. It's a Caucasian tradition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah. they call people over the barbecues they're having in their own garden. That <laughs> is dumb stuff. Like, do you get what I mean? They do mm. they do that. So yeah. But um the advice for the friend, I hope he's not because I'll be honest, when I read that, yeah, I felt like he's trying to get in good with the girl he knows he could probably get it from. Mm. But I hope that's not the case. Um, I would just say, yeah, I think I think he needs to know. I think if he's at work, if he's at work trying to be promoted and whatever. I do think this kind of gossip can affect that. Mm. So if he, if that's his priority and he's got a wife, mm. he's got a family he needs to take care of, if that's his priority, then I think that he needs to really be very like, just kind of separate himself from that from the woman he flirts with. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and just keep it kind of keep it friendly, keep it professional. People always forget. People at work are not your friends. Yeah. They will yeah. snake you any chance. The first chance they get, you can be doing besties together, you can go on lunch breaks together, all that stuff. And the first chance they get, they will speak against you, mm. and next thing you know, out. Okay. Also, this dilemma Especially if you're black. is about the person. It's not about this person. There's no friends. <laughs> Brent said the, the video is removed. Sorry? What video? But the video has been removed by the uploader. Sorry. I think it just restarted. Right? Mm. Are you talking about the live? Yeah. It's going live again. Sorry. Okay. So, anyway. I mean, don't apologize to them. They can't hear you. Oh. It's but going we, like, oh, But we can continue as normal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, I would hope that, you know, he doesn't... I th- yeah, I think moving forward, you just got to be smart, man. Yeah. Do what you have said. I think set people straight, let them know that, listen, it's not what it is. Even throwing the whole, this is the workplace. This is the place of business. I don't appreciate that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. And if this carries on, I'll have to take this further. You spin it. Do what mm. men do. Gaslight them. Even though you're the one, gaslight. And then, yeah, separate yourself from the, from the flirtatious woman. 
And yeah, that's what I would say. You know, it is like when you was talking about um, those things that will make you leave your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just reminded me of when I was in one of my previous jobs. Yeah. One of my guys at work, this guy hated being there. Mm. He was so vexed one day. So basically, he's walking by here, and a part of the carpet um, in the workplace, right, was was kind of messed up, right. Yeah. And I think they were meant to fix it for a while. I'm not too sure. This guy tripped on it. That's my guy. But he caught himself. And he was so vexed. He was like, ah. I'll be fuming for the rest of the day. I'd be living. It ruined his day. I'd be, it ruined my week. (laughs) It would ruin my week. Because even yesterday, my sister was saying to me how, um, so she said she used to go to some, I don't know if this was back where she went to uni or whatever, but she said that the pure gym she was going to that was absolutely terrible. Mm. The conditions are bad. The ceiling fell. Serious. I was like, why do you stand under it? <laughs> why are you here to tell me? Why, why do you, you know stand under it? I would have been livid. Like, especially yeah. say I just walked past and the ceiling fell. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Crazy. I used to trip up in a test. Like, just do something. I'm telling you. One time though, someone left. Um, so I, I was in Tesco and I, I was getting something. But then by the time I turned around, the guy had like, put like a trolley there. So I accidentally walked into it. Mm. But it just hurt my thighs. I was like, oh, like, the hell? Yeah. I had a massive bruise. It was a shame. I couldn't go back. It was, I was like, oh, damn it. See, guys, like, we, we need to be on, on job. Like. On job. job. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep your eyes up for accidents. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Um, hopefully your friend, I hope this helps your friend. Said, 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 uh, Share this link with your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, get them to subscribe if you want the advice. Yes. And um, yeah, so you guys know, you know the drill. If you would like to send messages or anything in voice notes for asking for friends, this what would you do? Or just in general to communicate with us, send it into 075-6484-1073 or email TDA submissions at the new Yeah, let's get into our last headlines for the day. Okay, so the last headline is about Oscar Pistorius. Do you remember him? Of course I remember. The guy with the one leg. Well, he's got no legs. They've got no legs. Both. The oh. one leg. Yes. Huh? Yes, what? Well, one, if you, one if you put both of them together. What would it mean? Uh, this, I'm, 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 okay. I want this to be expanded. How can you say one if you put both of them together? That's definitely worse than what I said. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? The hell? Is there one leg or two? He has both legs, but which leg is like he's got the No, he lost both his legs. Both a gun. Yeah, he he runs on the Yes, Things. prosthetic. Yes. Limbs. But it's from the knees down, isn't it? Then Kevin Hart Kevin Hart made a joke about him, isn't it? Um Polo Tink Tink. You know when he runs, you hear Tink 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 Tink. I've been trying to ignore it. Kevin Hart said it. The first time. I'm not involved in this. Involved in what? Never mind. There's nothing to be involved in. There's nothing to be involved in. This is thank you very much. I'm repeating what Kevin Hart said. Exactly. Same. Whole little tink tink. And we thought that's crazy. That's how could you say something like that? Horrible thing. Absolutely. So convicted murder. Trigger warning, sir. Oh crap. How did I miss? And I wrote it down, you know. At the end, again. (laughs) Trigger warning. Convicted murderer Oscar Oscar Pistorius is going to court to try to fool South African authorities to hold a parole hearing for him. The former Paralympic gold medalist is serving a 13-year sentence for killing his girlfriend in 2013. Pistorius, 
<clears throat> Pistoria shot dead Weaver Steenkamp through a locked toilet door, claiming he mistook her for a burglar. He's seeking an early release over a dispute about when his sentence started. A series of challenges and rulings by the Supreme Court of Appeal, SCA, has led to confusion about when his sentence became effective. Pistorius argues that he already served enough time in prison to be eligible for parole, and therefore authorities should look at whether he can be released early. In 2017, the SCA said that Pistorius should serve 13 years and five months for the murder of Miss Steenkamp, overturning a previous more lenient punishment of six years for murder. Last year, the same court ruled that his current term should be backdated to October 2014, when he was initially sentenced for a lesser charge of culpable homicide. Pistorius argues that this backdating means he became eligible for parole in February last year. He wants Gorteng's High Court to, to order the parole board to convene a hearing for him. If that request is granted, he wants the hearing to be within 30 days of the order saying so. So just a reminder for people, uh, Reva Steenkamp was his girlfriend. She was murdered on Valentine's Day nine years ago. Obviously, it shocked the whole world, right? Mm -hmm. And in the televised trial, which gripped millions of South Africans and people from around the world, Pistorius pleaded that he sh had shot her uh, four times because he thought the burglar had entered into his home. But a panel of appeal judges found that having armed himself with a deadly weapon, Pistorius should, should have foreseen that whoever was behind the toilet door might die, especially given his firearms training. So basically, there was no excuse for why he started shooting like this. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be fair, I, f I feel like... Um, <clears throat> actually, let me not get into that. No, I'm not into it. Apparently, it was Cat Williams, by the way. Oh, Cat Williams is a photo too. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, I was just going to say, because obviously, we end up going into the case again. But um, he, he got off light, man. He got off yeah. light. Yeah, I feel like he did that shit. He knew what he was doing. Mm. Yeah, he got off light. Anyway, so the next headline. Oh. Hmm? What happened? Just a comment. Oh. I don't know if I want to read it out loud. Go and read it. You don't know what the comment is. Said go and read it. I don't know, but it's there. Isn't it? No, but, um, um, Ebony Onyx was letting us know what exactly like his condition is. So she said he has below the knee amputations, and I take this seriously as my fiance has just become a recent double amputee. Oh wow! Yeah, that's deep. Wow. Oh, serious? Yeah. I hmm. definitely want to go to that wedding. I hope he's okay, um, Ebony Onyx. Yeah. That must be a lot to deal with, even mm -hmm. as a partner. A lot. Yes. Mm. Wow. Alrighty. Last one. Okay, so yes, the last um headline is about Ryan Giggs. So the jury in the trial of a former Man United player, Ryan Giggs, has been discharged after failing to reach verdicts on any of the charges. Mm. The 48-year-old denied headbutting his ex-partner, Kate Greville, who's 38, during a row at his home in November of 2020. He also denied controlling behavior as well as assaulting Miss Greville's sister Emma, who's 26. Any, any retrial will not take place until at least the 5th of June, 2023, the judge said. Mr. Giggs' head dropped when he heard how long it could take for the whole case to uh, be concluded. Judge Hilary Manley asked jurors if they had reached a verdict on any counts on which a majority of 10 to 1 had been agreed. The foreman of the jury said no. She asked if there was any realistic prospect of them actually reaching verdicts if they were given more time. And they again responded no. So she then thanked the jurors and discharged them, warning them not to discuss the case as there may be another trial of the case in the future. So the Crown Prosecution Service has a week to decide whether to pursue a retrial. If this happens, a new jury will be sworn in, which will hear 
the evidence as part of the new trial. Mr. Giggs has been released on bail until the 7th of September, when what happens next in the case will be discussed at a hearing. So yeah, man, they couldn't conclude. They're going to conclude? They couldn't conclude. But they said the retrial is going to happen next year, June. Yeah, that's probably the earliest date. Yeah. Why are going to be earlier? I'd like to have to go and gather evidence. <laughs> Maybe people are busy, innit? Do people believe that he did it? I think so. What's the world, in the football world, what's that? Oh, I've, I've not heard nothing from the football world, but from like online stuff, and it seems kind of 50-50, hence, you know what I'm saying, none of them really come into any type of agreement. Okay. Yeah. Um, before we outro, you said, do you want to give us a games highlight? Someone asked earlier. Oh, the um. Talking about like, were you guys gonna buy or something like that? Get oh, transfer deadline day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh cool. It's transfer deadline day. Um, obviously I'm keeping abreast of what Arsenal are doing. Mm. Um, but obviously I'll see all the other stuff. But I know Arsenal right now with in need of a midfielder. We've been hit with some injuries in the last few games. Yeah. Thomas Partey's out. Mohamed El Nini's out. Um, so it's looking like Arsenal right now are trying to buy Douglas Louise from Aston Villa um, for 20 million. He's got one year left on his contract. Villa are saying they don't want to, uh, they don't want to sell. He's not for sale. But as he's only got one year for the right price, they may, they may do a deal. So I know Arsenal are pressing for him. Um, I believe Chelsea are finalising a deal for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang from Barcelona. Chelsea right now don't have a recognised striker. And so they're kind of desperate for one. And Aubameyang, only been in Barcelona for a season. Actually, not even a season. He went in January, so he hasn't even done a full season there. But with them signing uh, Lewandowski, I believe Aubameyang is surplus to requirements, hence why he is now going to Chelsea. And I believe Chelsea are sending Marcus Alonso to Barcelona as a part of the deal. Um, What else is happening? So let me, let me check my guy, Fabrizio Romano's page. He's the transfer king. Um. Yeah, that's 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 all the news I've got for you. Obviously, this was sprung on me last minute. Um, oh, here's something. Here's something. Arthur Mello is going to Liverpool on loan. Brent, you know Arthur Mello. Remember he was Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, Arsenal were linked with him bare um last season, but he's going to Liverpool on loan. Liverpool are kind of need in need of midfielders as well. Also, uh, Cody Gakpo, Gakpo, sorry. Promising young winger who plays for PSV. He's been speculated to be going to so many different clubs um, this summer. Um, Arsenal being one of them. Leeds were trying to buy him, um, but PSV have rejected Leeds' offer um, and saying that he is uh, not for sale. Um, but also, yeah, so yeah, Cody Gap was not for sale. I think Leeds were in for him. So was Southampton as well. Um, and yeah, that's it. Also, um, Arsenal are still top of the league. Five wins out of five. We beat Aston Villa yesterday. Funny enough, Douglas Louise actually scored yesterday mm. against us from a corner. Funny. Um, so yeah, mm. repping. Just a badge in that. And uh, I wish Marcus was here because Arsenal are playing Man United on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's the clash of the Titans. Oh. Um, We're going to like come at him. Of course. Well, you if, can send him a message. Well, if, if Arsenal win. Yeah. yeah, of course. Remember, he was giving all the smoke. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 that was the whole thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but yeah, that's that's all for me. I'll uh, update you tomorrow with um the final uh, transfers. Nice, nice, nice. All right, let's get into our outro. 
Situation and she's about coming on the show. Please email yeah. Brent. Definitely do that because just um want to spread awareness about sickle cell and mm-hmm. the stuff that happens. And I think it's very important for especially in our community. Yeah, we yeah. don't have much knowledge about these things until it happens. Mm. So it's always good to prevent before she happens. Really, um, but yeah, sending you love, sis, and hope that you and your fiance are you know dealing healthily with mm-hmm. your new normal. But yeah. yeah um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning into the show. We appreciate you. Thank you to our, shout out to our live crew. Always bringing the good vibes. And I love that people are sending Ebony Onyx love as well and light in the, in the comments. That's really, 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 really cool stuff. Don't forget, join the community. Before you do that, actually, like this video. Subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to get 3K. And join the community, community.thenewblack.com. Um, and then also sign up for the TDA Backstage Access. You get a month free. Um, a whole month free. Of content you get to watch us live every day um follow us as well on all our social media platforms like comment share our videos the day after tnb um also on tiktok um remind the listeners as well sorry what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> send voice notes and text messages in as well for asking for a friend so what would you do or just to tell us off like you guys love to do um you can send your messages into 075 and if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, email the team the day after at the new black.com. Black is for over an X. We appreciate you guys and we'll be back here for our favorite day on TDA Friday. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. Peace.